0: You know what? I get mad about weird internet stuff. I got this off the internet. What? Why? Got your penis on? <laughs> <laughs> there's a baby, man. I know
1: I have a problem, but I don't remember what it is. But if there's a law out there? I'm breaking it. He had a sexy stroke. What do you mean? Why? We're
0: fucking sponsored by Sprite. Climate. Climate. Ohio is like spaghetti. Man. Dude. fuck it.
2: And smoke, man. Let's I do it.
0: You? Oh, it's on me. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I was about to be like, "Fuck!" I forgot that I was supposed to go get a beer, and then forgot that you had given me a beer too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, was- <laughs> I came prepared, man. <laughs> so I got a conspiracy theory for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that uh, the stars are not real.
1: The stars aren't... Not even... Space is fake. Yeah. The stars aren't real.
0: No. I guess I'm not saying that space is fake. I'm just saying that the stars aren't real. So... Stars are just mirrors that the government has put on strings up in space. Suspended from what? uh, The ceiling... In space, duh. I mean, there's it's space like, has a ceiling, it's like a box. Okay, the universe is like a box. Okay, we're just in this box, and everything outside of that box is white. Okay, but then you got like this one star, which is the sun. So, what <laughs> <laughs> my head just exploded. <laughs> did you watch a lot of Billy and Mandy? Um, uh, I did, and I didn't. It was like, I, I. Like, I really did watch that show, and I love that show, but I never, I couldn't tell you anything besides Billy, Mandy, and the Grim Reaper. I don't remember anybody else's names, or really, I remember the Halloween episode, where they meet the, um... Pumpkin Jack? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that. He tries like, to,
1: he wants Grim's scythe.
0: Yeah, yeah. And to bring the pumpkins to life. And then when Mandy sings that fucking song, dude, and like, the whole fucking world implodes on itself... Hmm. It was somewhere over the rainbow. Oh, yeah. She's okay. like going up in this balloon.
1: Yeah,
3: Dude,
0: yeah.
1: There's a lot of good songs. My favorite one is the the brain meteor that crashes into the into the planet, and Billy finds it, and he starts bringing all the people from town to this meteor because it asks him to to bring him brains. So Billy just like mindlessly follows and brings all the townspeople and this brain meteorite thing starts eating all the brains in town. <laughs> but the song the whole time is like this violin rock anthem and he's going brains, brains like it's fucking awesome. The whole episode is like uh uh what's the word? Like it's a musical. The whole episode's a fucking musical. Um no shit. But then it eats Mandy's brain. It's the last one to get eaten and It turns the whole, it's like green throughout the whole episode. It turns pink and it gets like the points from Mandy's hair, like glowing around it. And it's a giant Mandy brain. No shit. It just,
0: (laughs) Mandy just takes over. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be cool, man.
1: And then Billy's like, what do you want to do now? And she's like, bring me brains.
0: Bring me brains. (laughs) Well, with that, dude, we should bring ourselves brains. And get more people to, like, you know, listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Blue skies from the basement. I'm Austin. Joining uh, us, as always, is Wes. Hi.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Try to come in early on that.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, I mean, sometimes it's okay if you come in a little early, you know?
1: It also kind of sounded like I was going to correct you on your own name. You're like, <laughs> I'm Austin, and I'm
0: back here like, uh, are you? <laughs> are you really? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I've been feeling kind of weird lately. Maybe I'm not myself. Yeah,
1: I I feel that. The past couple of weeks have been weird.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shout out to everybody that's been supporting me and helping me out in these past <laughs> couple of weeks too, like, for real. Yeah, dude. Hey, but we're good now, everything's good, we're doing the podcast, another episode, you know, I'm excited. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, at Um uh, go to our Patreon, you know, you can subscribe to that. We got extra bonus content up there and everything, so there's plenty for you guys to listen to now, we've got, you know... Soon we'll have the third episode up, all that shit. This will be the fourth, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for it, man. Uh, Me too. By the time you're listening to this, you will have heard the third episode, and that's my favorite so far.
0: Hopefully. I feel like you should go through the episodes starting from the first one, but then again, when I listen to other podcasts, I don't... I don't do that. Like, I didn't go back and listen to Joe's first podcast on his thing, because it was like whatever fucking crazy number in the thousands that he's at now, and I was like, I can't scroll all the way down. I guess if I went to Podbean, I could, because you can, like, change it. Yeah. Mm.
1: Uh, It depends on what app you're using, but going back in Joe's podcasting history is interesting, because he's gone through, like, three or four different studios now, and now he's got a giant, like, complex. Yeah. Um but before he even had a studio, he was just doing it like at the green room in the comedy store with Brian. So it was just them and a laptop and the built in webcam.
0: Yeah, I remember going and watching like the first one and he had like snowflakes on the screen. (laughs) Yeah. And he read somebody's comment that was like, I think the snowflakes are like giving you a bad quality, man, you should probably change that. Oh Jesus Christ!
1: Back before snowflakes were there were what they were now, or, or
0: I can't fucking talk about
1: <laughs> what they are now. Back before snowflakes were what they are now, he just had like on his video feed and back in the early days, and people were like, "That's cheesy as fuck." Yeah. But now he talks about
0: snowflakes on the show all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm not a snowflake, but I guess if I was a snowflake, I would know that I was a snowflake. I. I got, do I got, they know? Do they know if they're a snowflake?
1: I think some people know. Like, I, I know I'm a little soft, you know? Like, I can be a snowflake in my own way. But, in, uh. In what way? Um, I'm pretty emotional. Um. That doesn't make you a snowflake. No, but there's certain things that'll trigger me that don't other people, where, like, I might break down because of something, or I might just, like, if Crystal says something to me the wrong way. Or she knows a phrase that'll push my buttons
0: Oh yeah Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so st- Stuff
1: like that I'll react to when I know I probably shouldn't And just yep. let it go
0: uh, Man that's so funny that you say that I was literally just talking to my grandma About the fact that um, She's like you know you can't Let things bother you. It's like the butterfly effect. She's like, somebody cuts you off, you know, they're not going to think anything of it. It's not going to affect their day at all. But to you, you know, you got cut off and now you're kind of like upset. And then you go in and you tell somebody at work and they're like, oh, yeah, I remember this one time that I got cut off. And then that just brings kind of like a negative energy to them. And then it just kind of like trickles down. So you should just let that shit go.
1: Yeah, dude, for sure. I've noticed that just in, like, the past week at work, if I come in in a bad mood, I work with one other person in the room. So, like, we've got this giant building, huge facility, but I'm just in this one department that it's got a bunch of embroidery machines in there. And it's really loud, so I don't talk very much while I'm at work. Unless you need to. Yeah, you're yelling over these loud-ass machines. Uh, And I work with one older person who's, like, 30 years older than me. Ah. <laughs> uh... Yeah. So, uh, if I come into a bad mood, she can kind of, like, read my body language, and that makes the not
0: talking worse. Wait a minute. She's 30 years older than you? Like, about that? Yeah, about that. And she likes the podcast? Really? I didn't say she listened to it. Oh, I thought... Oh, is there another co-worker?
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, that wasn't her? Okay. I was going to be like, (laughs) whoa, we got an older audience. What up? Okay, cool. I don't know (laughs) if I want...
1: This specific coworker to listen to the
0: podcast
1: <laughs> She might not like me, like me as much after that
0: <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't find it I don't cuss as much in front of her
1: <laughs> This podcast is filthy
0: <laughs> uh, We still needed to do the one episode where you just like bleep out everything I say Yeah, the, for the moms episode
1: <laughs> I actually think we really should do that It'd be a good bit <laughs> oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. I'd be into it. We're gonna do it. You guys just wait. We're yeah. gonna do it. <laughs> so let's just jump into everything. Yeah, what and did you started. want to talk about first? Man. Um. So I kind of thought about this whole anti-natalism and this guy that I'm probably still not gonna remember what his name is. Uh, Raphael Samuel? There you go. Yeah, I've been all over it, dude. Raphael Samuel. I've listened
1: to... Samuel? Uh, Sam- Ra-
0: Ra- Rapha- Raphael Raphael or Raphael, Raphael. I'm gonna
2: go Samuel. Raphael.
0: Raphael. Samuel. It's kind of fun Samuel. to say. Samuel. Raphael Samuel. It's fun to Raphael say. Raphael Samuel.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Yeah. All right. But uh, so, <laughs> I I'd come up with a little different views on it, uh, sort of um reading that article that you sent me I, I kind of agree with it like you were saying like you were go- I, I was kind of going to agree with it then not so much yeah so it wasn't so much that he was trying to argue that you had consent to or what i was arguing in the sense of it was trying to argue that the baby could give consent before it's born. Yeah, so we should
1: make clear we kind of have an amendment to to our last episode where we we debated what we thought his beliefs were, and we were kind of on point with the whole suing his parents thing. Like in that sense, we got the the whole idea of what he believes in kind of pinned down on that front. To to take it as far as suing your parents, I still think is silly, but that's not exactly what antinatalism is. It's more the belief, not that you didn't give consent to be born, it's that being born is worse than never have existed in the first place, because you will have suffered by existing at some point. So even if you live a life that's 99.999% joy, there will be that 0.0001% suffering, and anti nativists believe that any suffering makes life not worth living. Be- what? Because you will have suffered So this is where this, That's the philosophical side of it And I wanted to get back into this with you Because I've learned so much more about it Since the last time we talked about it So that article I sent you That's on Quartz.com if people want to check that out uh, If you just search antinatalist On Quartz.com I'm sure it'll come up But that's where it lays out The actual beliefs of these people uh, I, What do you think about that? I've been curious since I sent you that article.
0: I um okay, so I think that right now the human like where we're at in the timeline of like how long of the the earth has been here and then how long we've been here and just kind of thinking about how long other creatures have been here and how they evolved and have come to what they are today and I'll creatures are still evolving to adapt to their environment that the overall human population is still a baby like we are still really stupid we still don't know what we're doing but i think the more and more that we get into it and the more and more that we learn the more that we'll get away from those suffering whatever it is and we'll have less of that and the we can agree that there's always going to be something. I mean, unless I can live for millions of years and, you know, never degrade or whatever. And then that's a whole different story because now we're talking about, like, should somebody be born? Because I can live to be a million or I can live forever, choose to die whenever I want to. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really glad you brought
1: that up. Because here's where I think that whole point, that's where antinatalism falls apart, is it takes the idea of consequentialism, which I'll, I want to explain that briefly. Okay. It takes the idea of consequential, consequentialism and all the way to the extreme. Like, it just pushes it to the, the far end of what I believe is actually usable, like, in, in your regular, everyday life. Being an antinatalist isn't practical. Like... I, I, I found a WikiHow. I sent this to you today. Um, it's basically a step by step on how to be an antinatalist. Oh, perfect. With pictures and everything.
0: So it's like a ten step program?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and sweet. If you look at when this was published, it was published around the same time that the Raphael Samuel guy got popular in the news. Oh yeah. So it was kinda like somebody found some Google trend and was like, I'll write a wiki how and you get you get paid for being um a, a writer on WikiHow or a submitter. So if your article gets posted and a bunch of th- it's same as so like literally YouTube. people
0: are like, oh, I hear about this guy. I wonder, like, what should I do? Oh, here's these steps. I can just fucking do these steps, and this yeah. is how I'm being an anti-natalist, regardless of whether <laughs> I've actually done my research and gone into it and looked at everything that involves it and thought about the philosophical side of everything. I already have these quick, easy steps. Yeah, it's somebody who just Googled it,
1: like, kind of like what we did last episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just read like a quick five-minute thing, and then <laughs> that's how a lot of WikiHow articles are written, is people pay attention to Google Trends and then just write the article, and that's how they stay popular on WikiHow. Anyway, so the, I want to read the first couple steps here, just because I, I think this illustrates that antinatalism, as I suspected last episode, is kind of a troll. Like, I think the people who particip- participate in it realize that it's not practical. So, first step, do not start any additional lives. Ooh. So you're, you're living the life you got already. Don't make any more. Well, shit, I already fucked up. It says, if you have not ha- yet had children, do not have any. If you have had children, don't have any more. Do not allow yourself to procreate either deliberately or by accident. Which I think that part's funny. This will get into consequential. Like, how do you prevent yourself from having an accidental baby? I get, like, contraceptive and everything, but the the way that's worded kind of points out the first glaring mistake in antinatalism, I think. Where, how do you prevent an accident? By mere fact of it being an accident,
0: you can't prevent it. Right? Am I wrong on that? No, I, I totally think you're right. I totally, that, I'm, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to be the devil's advocate yeah. here and like trying their reason, try and find their reasoning for everything, but I can't, I can't seem to like.
1: That's why we're touching back on this because we kind of did, I mean, we did a deep dive on it last time. We talked about it for a long time, but we didn't have all the. Main points. Well, I
0: don't think that we covered it enough. I yeah. think that there still was some shit that we needed to figure <laughs> out, you know?
1: um. So it says, take complete responsibility for contraception, remain celibate, or seek early abortion so that you do not bring another being
0: into existence. Are these, like, like Christians that kind of lost their way that were like, sex is still not good? Like, we still don't want you to have sex because that's the easiest way. Like, the next thing you know, they're going to be push an abstinence like on everybody
1: one of the i forget the guy's name i wish i still had it Um, or they're gonna make us get um, fixed david benatar (laughs) make us get fixed (laughs) i mean if this was like the prevailing ideology in the united states that might with like trump as president he was like an anti-natalist and he got enough people behind him you could see that
0: happening, right? No. Like, no just everybody? I think there would be enough people <laughs> that were like, no, you're not going to fucking make me get fixed. Like, it's not happening.
1: People have willingly done it in cults. Like, if you think of, uh, I don't want to anger anybody. I'm, I'm just saying, if you think of, like, Trump followers like a cult, <laughs> I don't want to make anybody mad. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's been cults that have, like, the, the followers have um, self, uh, when you self-castrate. So, like, um, they, they got rid of their own bits for their beliefs. Um, order, order of the people? Fucking, I can't remember what cult it was. It was either the People's Church or something, Order of the Sun, or something stupid like that. But uh, there was these two leaders, the, there was a man and a woman. They were both very charismatic. The woman was a little, like, crazier. On, and then she died of cancer, and then he lost his fucking mind, the main leader, and demanded that in order to go on to the next realm that they were trying to get to, they had to be asexual and castrate themselves. So he did it to himself first. And then a couple of his followers did it, but one of them did it wrong and had to be rushed to the hospital. Oh, shit. And then, like, he had so much grief and regret over that incident that it's probably what led him to... It was one of the biggest cult suicides. It was the one where, like, they all locked themselves inside and then drank poison and then laid down... And they all had like white sneakers or Nikes on or something crazy. Whoa! Yeah, this is way off, and I don't. <laughs> 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 I don't know the whole story because it, it's been forever since I've I've read anything on it. But
0: so, do you think that the the dude that was in the base that was fighting the aliens with the lizard people cut off his penis for his beliefs? Phil Schneider.
2: Yeah, Phil Schneider.
0: <laughs> Phil Schneider. Do you think that he cut off his own bits? For his beliefs, like he was so hard into believing that what happened to him happened, so he cut off his own penis. Possibly. See,
1: I was so mad after that episode that I couldn't find anything about it on Google. That I went home and Googled it and just got more mad at Google. Like I still, <laughs> I'm still not exactly sure what happened to his penis. Try Bing. I should try Bing. Bing will probably know what's up with
0: this thing. I didn't. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I I don't know what the fight is between the the browser or the search engine. I just need to fucking search shit, okay? If you can just pull up what I need when I search for it, great. That's all I need. I don't need you guys to fight, okay? It's okay. There can be more than one. There's plenty of space out here. Have you tried DuckDuckGo? I have not, but I've heard of it, <laughs> and I think there's the, so many. The name is hilarious. <laughs> like You're literally a search engine that was just like, duck, duck, Good. <laughs> yeah. Go. Yeah. Go. Goose. Goose. No. Duck. 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 Goose.
1: It's a fun company name. Like you got to think that those people are are fun people to be around just by the name of the search engine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or they had no idea what they were doing, and somebody just randomly <laughs> duck, was duck, like, "Go." <laughs> you know what I remember when in, I was in elementary school playing Duck Duck Goose. <gasps> You know what? That's a good name. What? Duck, duck, goose? No. Duck, duck, go. (laughs) You gotta search twice, and then on the third time, you'll get what you need. Has anybody ever typed into duck, duck, go, duck, duck, and then clicked
1: go? (gasps) (laughs) Should we do it? I mean... Sure, we'll put up a uh, Take a screenshot of what happens when you do it And we'll put it up on our Instagram so You take a
0: screenshot see. I'll take of a your fucking life, screenshot Okay, then. take a screenshot of your life <laughs> Post it up on the wall Okay, figure it out <laughs> Do you think there's gonna be a time where uh,
1: Like that Black Mirror episode Where you can take a screenshot of your life uh, They have like those implants in their eyes Or maybe it was just a fucking Contact lens that they had I think it was just like a contact lens, and they could rewatch all their memories.
0: Um, yes, because I, I'm pretty sure I saw something. I didn't read the article, but there was something already <laughs> about contact lenses and having a camera in it. I
1: remember back in sixth grade, remembering. I remember back in sixth grade reading an article about video game contact lenses. Where you would be able to play Super Mario Bros. on your eyes using tiny movements with your eyes.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was whoa, back whoa, in sixth whoa, whoa,
1: grade. Whoa, whoa. I'm twenty five now. <laughs> I've been waiting for these contact lenses for so long.
0: There was no reason to, to do this. It's a regular search engine. There was nothing cool about it.
1: If you put Duck Duck into Duck Duck Go, they don't have some fucking Easter egg? See, I feel like that'd be cool. We're calling you out, Duck, Duck, go. What are you doing? You seem like fun people until you actually try to do something fun with you, and you're boring. God. I get mad about weird internet stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Another reason you're a snowflake.
1: See? Point proven.
0: Whoa, fuck. Fuck. All Told right. you. All right. All
2: right. See? Whatever. Oh, also,
1: that proves my point from a previous episode as well, where I said, I just say things until people agree with me <laughs> <laughs> until you prove my point for me you got- <laughs> <laughs> all right
0: son of a bitch
1: man. back to antinatalism <laughs> we got to we, we got to finish this cuz a couple yeah. people actually uh, asked us to talk about it so and the, they had oh. some interesting points on it i wanted to cover too back to these steps Okay, so uh, I left off on the part where it said seek an early abortion. as That's part of step one, mm. where if you do get pregnant by accident, which they're saying don't do, but if you do, then get an early abortion. So these people are pro-abortion no matter the case. Like, even if it's going to be a healthy child, just get rid of that baby immediately.
0: That's some pretty negative stuff right there,
1: bud. Yeah, so... I take back what I said last episode about them being
0: mostly optimistic people because they're optimistic about their own life, but bringing in a new life into this, they're definitely not optimistic about. Exactly. And that's a correction
1: that I kind of wanted to make too, where we were talking about, like, does he, does this guy and the antinatalist guy that's made this popular in the news, does he enjoy his car, his house, his. That's not part of antinatalism. Of course he does. It's kind of a selfish thing um because you're you're saying that like because you're alive and you know there's suffering that no other people deserve to live or not not deserve to live but shouldn't live because suffering exists and and that's a really selfish viewpoint because you're basing it on your own experience and then assuming that everybody has similar experiences which i think for the most part everybody suffers a little bit but how much weight do you place on that
0: I'm going to pull out a a line that I like a lot, but you can't really enjoy the sunny days without having rainy days. So I feel that you almost have to go through some suffering. I feel like that it's good for you. I feel like, you know, you don't really truly enjoy the joy. You can't have full joy. There's no way. There's always going to be something because then you have nothing to compare it to. Yeah. You know, it's like... um. Like rappers, sometimes, <clears throat> some, I've seen it a few times, not going to call anybody out here, <laughs> but they start buying chains and they just keep getting bigger and, bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger because they like the the first one that was nice and small. Did the chains get bigger? I mean, Because I, for a second
1: I thought you meant that they put on the chain And it's like some weird Dragon Ball Z power And, and they just get
2: buffer and buffer, buffer <laughs> and buffer
1: <laughs> Until they've got like Giant golden locks hanging down their back And impossible muscles Because they're wearing this tiny little chain That's choking them <laughs> out at this
0: point You can't even see the chain It's just like around his muscles Yeah he's got like a muffin neck going on oh, And geez. the chain's just in there somewhere I'd be terrified man <laughs> You're about to go into a battle rap with this dude and he just fucking <laughs> flexes on you? Nope. My grandmammy gave me this chain. No,
2: nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who gave it to you. I'm not. Nope. I'm out. I'm out. Rapper David and Goliath. Um, no, I know what you meant, though. But you start... You you get things and then you're always going to want more and more and more. Yeah. You can't have that mindset. And that's the same thing with this and the whole antinatalism natalism kind of viewpoint is you're looking at the negative side of it and focusing more on that than anything yeah exactly
1: uh all right so let's move on to step two i don't agree with the abortion thing I, we we did our talk on abortion in the first episode I'm which sure.
0: did not matter <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I, i'm sure we angered a few people so we're not going to touch that again i don't know nobody said anything <laughs> to me
0: yet we haven't gotten any comments on it nobody's like come at me
1: about it so i'm gonna be setting up a subreddit we've got a discord we got a facebook page we, we're Pretty much everywhere now. So just hit us up, hit us up wherever you want, and join the conversation. Because I really do like talking about this stuff with a few people that have commented already.
0: Yeah. Um. Instagram, right. anything. Just search Blue Skies from the Basement.
1: Yeah, I I really would love to hear from more people.
0: I hate yeah. that you get to a lot of these comments before I do too. Oh, I work I? so goddamn much. Should I, I just can't? No, on no, 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 no. <laughs> no.
2: Okay.
0: Okay. Now, go and look at them. But if somebody does, you should just, like, shoot me a text so I can see it. Okay. That sounds good. (laughs) All right.
1: I like that you use burps like periods.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's not intentional. (laughs) It's not intentional. I just, it just happens. I love it. It's fine. (laughs) All right, so step 2 is to
1: learn more about antinatalism, which I may I think makes me part antinatalist because I've spent the past 2 weeks digging into this more.
0: Uh, <laughs> have you done Wait, what step
1: was that? Step two is learn more about anti. That was step,
0: wait, we just got to step two?
1: Yeah, so step one was do everything you can to not bring another life into existence. Whether that be contraceptives, not having sex at all, or straight up aborting every baby. Just don't
0: fucking have kids.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Step one, no kids. Step two, learn more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the name of the, the main philosopher that I want to tell you about, David Benatar. He was a South African philosopher. So, antinatalism, you said before, is this, like, um, pe- religious people that lost their way. It, kind of, yes and no. And this also relates to a comment we got on, on Podbean. We had somebody saying that um, she took a spiritual take on it, where uh, whether you're being reincarnated or you have like a spirit guide or a guru in the afterlife that brings you back into existence, maybe then you would be able to give consent to the spirit guide or the guru before you were brought back into existence. So if you believe in reincarnation, I guess you can be an antinatalist without it being too negative. I really liked that take on it, where you, you can decide whether or not you want to go back to this plane after you've died and that's how you would give consent.
0: Wouldn't it be nice?
1: Yeah, I don't think that's going to hold up in court, obviously, but I do think that was like a a positive take on this belief. That I really
0: like that. It was a good little good viewpoint. I yeah. definitely agree with that. And it brought a whole thing back to you know, the baby being born and talking about a soul and all that. Yeah, so exactly. If, you, if we if you can prove that that is actually actually a thing and that these spiritual you know, ceremonies and stuff that happen are actually real and help out with this whole situation, which I think is ridiculous anyways. (laughs) I I guess I'm just more of a really optimistic person and understand that you have to go through pain and tribulations in order to really enjoy the... the good side of things yeah
1: okay so we should get into consequentialism now because that's exactly what that is where it's a, a philosophy uh line of belief where you judge everything based on the consequences of the action that you took so bringing a life into the world under consequentialism would you would take all the negative and all the positive and weigh them out together And if you take this belief and apply it individually to different people, so like let's say somebody who's really poor, living in a bad situation, or maybe they've got a life-threatening illness, uh, they probably shouldn't have a child. Like, Or maybe they're going to pass a genetic disease along to their child. You can weigh those risks and benefits before you have a child and decide whether or not you want to take that risk. That's what consequentialism is. And I follow that way more than I would ever follow antinatalism because antinatalism is the extreme end of the consequentialism where you say any suffering is not worth it. I think it it makes way more sense to weigh everything out on an even scale where even if most of your life is negative, I think there's certain types of good things that can happen to you that can make all of that worth it. Like maybe somebody gets to 65 And they've had the worst life every day of their life. And then suddenly it all turns around for them at 65. And they get, let's say, five more years. They make it to 70. Maybe those last five years of their life made everything worth
0: it. Even to them. Yeah, exactly. Just to them. And that's all that matters. It's your own personal experience in the whole situation. Like, if you go through all of these trials and tribulations. And at the end, you finally feel that it was all worth it you would f- feel good about the fact that you were born. hmm You know, I feel good about the fact that I was born, even though I've been through trials and tribulations in my own sense, that we're not as bad as others. I totally understand that. But for my own personal experience, you know, I know that, or I hope at some point there's going to be, like, a a higher... um like I'm really going to understand everything and it's all going to come out for me and I'll just feel okay and content yeah. with myself. Right now I'm not quite there, but I know that I'm pushing towards that kind of feeling and I know what would help me get there. So I'm just trying to push towards it. Um all right, so
1: the the this philosopher that <laughs> Uh, a, a lot of these ideas This is where it came from This is a guy named David Benatar He's South African philosopher The reason I bring up the South African part Is because uh, Raphael Samuel He's an Indian native um, A native of India That sounded weird the way I said it <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking about it too much Anyway um, Those countries have population issues And a lot of poverty So a lot of these beliefs come from areas where it's not necessarily religion that's influencing these people, it's their socioeconomic conditions. So if you're living in a poverty-stricken country and it's packed with tons, way too many people, then you're probably more likely to be pessimistic about existence and you might become an antinatalist. So I, I think that's where a lot of this is coming from
0: rather than religious ideologies. I totally agree. Yeah. I think it's somebody that's just walking out of a building that's literally right next to 15 other people. Mm-hmm. You're covered on all sides. And you got to walk out onto like a wooden boardwalk that's really shaky. And walk down the street 12 miles to your job in the dirt and mud. hmm. Make like two cents an hour. Yeah. If that's your everyday life, and for a lot of
1: people... All around the world that is their existence, I could see how it would be tough to to be positive about about life in general or about having a kid God uh, so <laughs> and that's kind of what I was saying before where like it consequentially, if you're in that kind of situation, it's probably not the best i like if you're living in rural Africa and you're living on less than a dollar a day. And you already have six kids who are starving. You probably shouldn't have another child. I agree with that. But the whole no
0: children ever thing. What the fuck are you guys talking about? So pretty much what they're saying is that we should stop the population altogether. It's like everybody should stop having kids. Period. Yeah. There's no middle ground where they're like, okay, well, you have really good genes and you have financial stability you know the i uh, you have the highest percentage of a chance of a good thing coming out of this
2: mhm
1: at the the end goal of antinatalist is to be no more conscious existence eventually because all existence is suffering and any suffering at all is never worth it in their heads so if they got their way they're not actively going out and killing people obviously but they would want everyone to just stop having kids, and that be the end
0: of it. Hmm. Yeah. See. You no. Know.
1: So I take back what I said last episode about there being. <clears throat> I mean, there's definitely if you come at it from religious angle or spiritual angles, you can put a positive spin on it. But this is why I think this. Most people who are involved with this are either living in extreme conditions that and their life is hell,
0: or they're a troll. I think a lot of this is trolling. I mean, it is. Like we said before, his mom is about it. Both parents are lawyers and they're both about it. That's it, it has sparked some good conversation. I will agree with you, it has sparked a really good conversation. It's made me think about my life and do I really think that it's worth it? And yes, I do. I I absolutely think it's worth it. Oh, totally. And I think that I should have kids too because I think that I can bestow onto them the same feeling that I get and that this is enjoyable and will be enjoyable and you can make it enjoyable. Yeah. That
1: makes you a birth giver. Did you know that? A birth giver? Yeah. Well, maybe not you specifically. A lot, back to this WikiHow article, all the pictures that they use in it, it's two women talking. There's never once a man in this. So it's two women explaining antinatalism to each other. And I think part of that is because you can only decide as a woman whether or not to give birth. I'm um, going cover this a little bit. so it is kind of a feminist belief they, at least they're leaving it up to the women to decide not as, well they, actually
0: because can't women reproduce with their own bone marrow like the bone marrow of like another woman they can like what I'm pretty sure that's a thing you can take the Bone marrow? Of I don't know if that's the real way that you're that. No, I don't know. I'm sorry. That might that's probably not correct. <laughs>
1: but right, that's I, a conspiracy I'm, theory. I'm be- <laughs>
0: <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I got this off the internet. Uh, <laughs> the internet. <laughs> there was something where women didn't need a man to create a I'm, baby. You
1: can do artificial insemination. And you Whoa. can do surrogacy,
0: but what is artificial insemination
1: like? You can transplant
0: the sperm from where'd uh, you get the sperm? A sperm bank, mm, from, or from, from, from a male? Oh yeah, this is, doesn't matter. That's not what I'm. No males at all. No I sperm think if from, maybe no there's a woman from a dude. I think
1: maybe if a woman's already pregnant, they could clone the the zygote and have that implanted into another woman and then carry a twin a, a clone twin to term that's the only way i can think of that making sense i mean bone marrow does have stem cells in it and they've been using that recently to there was an article in the past couple days where they think they may have found a way to cure certain cases of hiv Woo. using bone marrow and stem cells from that because they found a guy who had hiv resistant um genes so he can't catch HIV. So they took his bone marrow and implanted it into somebody who had cancer to help fight the cancer. But he also has HIV. So he got a bone marrow implant that replaces all of his stem cells with the stem cells from the implant. Which, in, in theory, should replace the, the gene that allows you to get HIV with the gene that blocks it.
0: Oh, no
2: shit. So
1: this guy's been HIV negative for, I think, it was a few months now. What? Yeah. Oh, so I don't know about the baby without a sperm thing. The only thing the only way I could see that working is some sort of cloning, but they do do crazy shit with bone marrow. Maybe you were conflating
0: a couple things. Listen, my whole conspiracy is that <laughs> my whole conspiracy is that a woman can reproduce without a man. That's that's all I'm saying. If that that is the only way that you could really officially do that, And then also you have to make sure that every man on this planet does not want to reproduce either. Because Hmm. you literally have to get everybody on board or else people are still going to have kids. There's no way to really fully stop the population unless you get enough people on board.
1: Wait, wait. Did you get this from Jurassic Park? I think I just figured out where
0: this is from. (laughs) I've never seen that movie. (laughs)
1: I don't know which one. Because that's how the dinosaurs reproduce in Jurassic Park, and Jeff Goldblum's all chaos theory on it. And he's like, nature will find a way. That's what
0: I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. Women will find a way, man. (laughs) They've already been working on it, they've already been spreading the the thought about it into the the minds of us. Yeah, it's in the zeitgeist. Fuck, man. Uh.
1: I'm gonna have to do some googling on that because I kind of love your conspiracy theory. <laughs> I'm, we might come back next episode. I'm gonna have to apologize and be like, Austin
0: was right. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. I'm not right often, so. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to keep
1: going with more Wiki House steps, or do yes? You wanna, okay. I want
0: to. I want We're gonna go through this whole program. By the end of this, you're Holy gonna know shit. how to be an anti-natalist, all right? I don't know how many steps it is. It yeah, there's not many. Okay. Okay. Uh step three here. Oh okay. wait a minute. We're still on step three? Yeah. Uh maybe not. How many steps are there? <laughs> I don't know, man. That's what I said. Uh
1: consider how your antinatalism will express itself. So here they're basically saying this is an unpopular opinion. Uh it's a very negative opinion. And if you be, be a, potential a dick about sober. it,
0: people are going to be a
1: dick back. That's what I was saying with the whole calling people birth giver things. That, that's <laughs> that's like a phrase they use in antinatalism oh. for people who have had children. So you're a
0: birth giver. How fucking pretentious is that? Yeah, I would never get, have a child. <laughs> Not in this world. Filthy
1: birth giver.
0: Gosh, I can't believe somebody would even do such a <laughs> thing.
1: I think that 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 step's pretty self-explanatory. It's them being super self-aware that people aren't going to like what they have to say, so keep it to yourself is basically what that
0: step is. Do it in secrecy. (laughs) I mean, mean, that is a good step. Like, just (laughs) keep it to yourself. Just don't tell us. Just keep it to yourself. Don't have kids if you don't have kids. Don't, you know, push it on anybody else. Don't try and get anybody else to do it. The fact that you know about it and you're practicing (laughs) it is good enough. Yeah. I agree with that point
2: <laughs> That is a pretty
0: good step yeah. That is the only Alright, alright, they've got me now Alright, they're about to lose you Because <clears throat> Can you guess what step four is? Got your penis off? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Phil Schneider yourself, step four um, <laughs> <laughs> Step four is literally opposite of what they just said It says, discuss the philosophy with other people <laughs> <laughs> this is how I know this shit's a troll, man. <laughs> <laughs> they literally said, "Don't talk to talk about it," and what? then next step, talk about D- it. <laughs> 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 I don't know what the f- like. H- how am I supposed to take
0: this seriously? No, 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 <laughs> no. No, you can't. Why? <sighs> Why is it that all of these things that we've been talking about in the beginning, they're like, oh, yeah, that was me. This is how it is. <laughs> I didn't kill nobody. And then right after that, they're like, no, 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 yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. Like, don't, don't listen to that part. That was not true. Who was, who was writing these steps and was like, yeah.
1: Somebody who's getting paid on WikiHow because they saw it in Google Trends. <laughs> dude. That's what I'm saying. You dig deep enough down into most news stories or things that are in uh, pop culture, and most of them get, like, absolutely silly
0: and outrageous. Like, th- this is crazy you dig down into it. How do they describe to, to talk to people? Like, what is, it? <laughs> what is the full thing that is says for, for the step? Once you feel con this is actually one of the shortest steps. The rest of
1: them have been, like, paragraphs, so I'll, this one's pretty quick. Once you feel confident and conversant with antinatalist philosophy as a person who was born yourself, stick up for the moral right of those who would not want to be born. That's it. It's saying, be an activist for all the people who haven't been born yet. (laughs) And he's speechless.
0: I, (laughs) I just don't know what the fuck... Oh, my God. Okay. I think that that's a good and
3: interesting point. In what way?
1: If, I'm going to get kind of existential here. How do you know what people who haven't even existed yet would want? This is why I'm claiming this is a very selfish worldview.
0: I'm making the decision for them.
1: Yeah, you're basically like, so if they got their way, like we were saying before, and it gets to a point where nobody's having children anymore, it's like, maybe some of those people like somehow did want to be born. (laughs) Like, I don't know. How fucking selfish are you that you think you know best for all the potential people ever? And that's, that's not even counting like you shouldn't have a baby. That's saying like future generation, generations of humans. Thousands of years down the line Maybe even hundreds of millions When we're on another fucking planet You're saying those people shouldn't exist? Because of a little bit of suffering This
0: was my point about Where the human population is We're still babies, man We're still fucking figuring it out Okay (laughs) Fucking figure it out Fucking figure it out So (laughs) To be fair (laughs) To be fair
3: To
1: be fair To be fair
3: To be fair
0: So To be fair There There's gonna be a lot of Pain and suffering right now But if we continue to Want to grow from that Like if you're saying like Oh I'm not gonna have a child now Because I wouldn't wanna bring it in Because it's going to suffer Well yeah We're still pretty fucking stupid So We haven't really figured out how to not destroy the planet that we're on and still live the lives that we want to live in comfort and what have you. So I don't. I still don't agree with the their
1: viewpoint. I think that's why I was saying this point is interesting because that's where like I disagree with them the most. Like the abortion thing, that's all kind of appalling. Like all these points have been kind of like I disagree. Except for the one where it was like, "Don't tell people."
0: <laughs> mm. But this one specifically, it's like, yeah. Is that the first sign of a cult? It's like, don't tell people Tell people what's like happening?
1: Yeah, once you start like disconnecting from I'm not I don't think that's what they're saying, but yeah, once you cut off like family and friendship ties and you stop talking to those people, it's like, oh, you're in a cult now. Yeah
0: you a oh. cult leader. <laughs> da, na 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 na. <laughs> <A> step five. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Become informed about various religious perspectives. Uh, a lot of this is just to for anti-natalists to arm themselves against the. The conversations they're gonna get into with like a Catholic or a Christian or a Presbyterian or even a Muslim, anybody who believes in an afterlife is gonna be like, okay, so you're saying a life shouldn't exist because any sort of suffering. You're also saying they shouldn't have an afterlife? Like,
0: that's kind of a point they're making in this step here. Yeah, what if my afterlife is in hell though? I'm still gonna suffer. So why should I? Okay, but then if you're talking about an afterlife and that you where do you go what do you
1: i oh. see religion overcomplicates this yeah, philosophy just, just, i think it breaks down completely i with, can
0: hear the bacon sizzling in my yeah, brain yeah. as i'm trying to decipher what is happening
1: <laughs> those old like this is your brain on drugs and it's just like a skillet of eggs frying Dude, it's
0: <laughs> happening to me right now yeah uh, the, And they even make
1: note here that one of the very few religions that actually kind of mesh with this philosophy is Buddhism, because they believe in a rebirth and a reincarnation. So you could talk to a spirit guide or some sort of spiritual guru, exactly like our, our commenter mentioned. So they are aware of this idea, and they use that to kind of support their belief. So but where do wh- you go? Why would... and. Well you'd have to get into Buddhism then And that's another thing The main country that this comes from uh, A lot of the, the people who believe this is India And a lot of them are Buddhists Or some form of Or sect of that That faith I don't know about South, Af- South Africa I would assume a lot of that's Catholicism and Christianity down there Just because South Africa's largely white I
0: I think Religion overcomplicates over-complic- uh, this completely and- Oh Totally. Yeah. Totally. Because, again, you're talking about an afterlife. And in that sense, is you're an energy. And you travel through space and time. And with that being said, where do you go? If you're not going to be born on this earth again in this time and in this space, regardless of what time and space that is, where do you go? What's happening? I see. I respect
1: anybody's beliefs. Like you can believe whatever you want. I I don't believe a lot of that stuff. Um, there's this really good movie on Netflix. It might not be on there anymore, but I'll I'll send a link link to it if it's not on Netflix so that you can watch it. But everybody should check out End of the Void if you haven't seen it already. Haven't
3: seen it. Okay. It it's basically
1: the the steps of Buddhism in the afterlife. It walks you through in kind of like a first-person perspective of somebody's night gone wrong in China. So this guy's a tourist, and it's kind of implied that he's a drug dealer. Or it's very heavily shown that he's a drug dealer. (laughs) Not even implied. (laughs) And he goes out to this club, and shit gets strange and fucked up, and he ends up dying. And from that point on, the rest of the movie is shot from his spirit's eye perspective of going through the steps of Buddhist afterlife. It's a really dark and twisted movie, but it also has its like beautiful, trippy moments that it's not the best explainer of what Buddhism is, obviously, but it, it, it kind of visualizes a lot of those beliefs in a way that makes it easy to digest, and you kind of come away from that movie and go, "I kind of get it."
0: Okay. okay. Uh, it's,
1: it's all based on the Tibetan Book of the Dead, which is a lot of ha- what Buddhists believe happen in the afterlife is based on those writings. So if you ever want to learn more about it, that's a good one to pick up. They've got English copies of it at like half price. You can go get a a condensed version of it.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah. Get a little bit more info. Because you're supposed to look into religions if you're going into anti- Natalism. You're supposed to do your research. Look, I'm listening to these steps, okay? I know what I'm supposed to do to become an antinatalist. I might join, okay? I might do it. <laughs> That's I got what's the steps, man. I got the steps. We're gonna get to like step 10 or whatever the final
1: one is. And you're be like, ah fuck, I believe in this shit yeah. now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Babe. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding.
1: Call her in here. Can't have a baby um all right so
0: 23 weeks pregnant that's awesome dude hey you guys are getting closer super excited yeah everybody keeps saying she has a small belly and i'm like looking at her and i'm like no you don't (laughs) (laughs) no you don't there's a baby in there they just don't they just don't know i'm like i've seen you grow from day one yeah you know and they haven't really they like see you and then there's like maybe a few days or a few weeks that they don't see you and then they see you, but no, I'm telling you, she looks, she's, yeah, she's there, man. She's there. Back to these steps. though.
1: okay. Um, I, I agree with the step wholeheartedly. Actually, I was reading through it a little bit here before we got to it. Uh, It's consider non-human suffering. This is step six. Extend your antinatalist philosophy to non-human sentient beings and work to minimize their suffering as well. Treat animals compassionately. So they do believe that while you are alive, if you have to be, to try and minimal- minimalize the inevitable suffering that's going to
0: happen, So just I, be a nice, good person. I think that's kind of the one good thing
1: about this is <sighs> that they believe that suffering is the worst thing in the world, so they're trying to get rid of it.
0: Oh man! See now you're convincing me even more. I told you because uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a compassionate person. Like I do like to be kind to people.
1: I, there's other philosoph- philosophical philosophical paths you can follow that make more sense that don't have to be this like consequentialism is a good one yeah so i once again antinatalism is too extreme but this is a an interesting thing here where they they do believe that they should try and minimize all suffering uh step seven is prevent unnecessary pain which is Basically the same thing, but it says once a person is born, they are no longer in the category of the never born, and thus should not be denied human compassion, love, and medical intervention when needed. So they they do believe that if you're born, there is a life, then it should be treated well. They just think it shouldn't have happened in the first
3: place. Um, step
1: eight is keep in touch with others. So don't let your pessimism keep you shut in. Basically, like. This is a very dark belief, I kind of think.
0: And they're saying, don't let that get to you. Mm, Okay. I mean, again, they're trying to be uplifting about it. So that's cool.
2: Yeah. That's
0: (laughs) pretty cool. You know, they're still trying to give you like a good, good feeling about it. All right. We're almost done here. Uh,
1: Share honestly, which that's just good advice to anyone in any situation. Be honest.
0: Yeah. At this definitely. point, this is
1: becoming like a self-help guide and not a guide to be an anti-natalist.
0: Not at all. What's up, you guys? Austin here, joining me as always is Wes. Hi, guys. Hey. <laughs> if you guys are enjoying the episode, you know, go follow us on our Instagram at Blue Skies Pod. We post pictures, you know, about the episodes or maybe just some funny pictures that we find on the internet. You can check out our Facebook too. Uh, we've got a Facebook page. It's
1: Blue Skies from the Basement on Facebook. And uh, we've got some good discussions going on over there. Oh, and a lot of also, people commenting over there. Yeah, yeah. There's been some uh, interesting debate recently. But uh, we've got episode release information in there and updates on the show. So
0: check that out as well. There, There's also a link on the Facebook to our email where you can just hit a button and it'll take you to a page to send us an email at our uh, at gmail.com. So that's another way that you can reach us, tell us stories, You know, give us topics to talk about, comment about the podcast, anything you want to do.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to call in, we have a new voicemail line. Ooh. You can leave a message at 614-600-2056 and uh, leave us a voicemail. And if it's good enough or funny enough,
0: we might even play it on the show. Ooh, there you go. Get yourself on the show. Yeah. So hopefully soon we'll get the YouTube set up. Yeah, guys, I'm working on that.
1: And probably in the next couple of weeks at most. I'm trying to have it done by the end of this week.
0: Make sure that if you really want to be involved and you really want to be a part of our podcast, follow us on our home, you know, platform and that's Podbean. So if you just download they've got an app or you can search it on the web. Look us up on Podbean. You can comment. You can follow us on there.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're uh, blue skies from the basement.podbean.com. That's the home site where you can also leave comments. We've got uh, a bunch of early listeners through threw some comments up on there.
0: Yeah. Join in with them. Also, we do have one Apple review. Oh, yeah, we got the one. We it's all lonely one. by itself, we we just got the, sitting there. <laughs> we got the one. We are still rated five stars on Apple. But you guys can listen to us on Apple, on Podbean. You can listen to us on Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, Himalaya. <laughs> Anything that you guys listen to, you can find us on. All the apps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you do listen to us on Apple, make sure to leave a review. Give us five stars. really helps us out.
1: Yeah, that probably helps us out the most. Uh just let, lets people know that we're legit and that people are listening to us.
0: Yeah. So get us higher up on those iTunes charts. Also, word of mouth. It's better for you to go and tell your friends about us. Let, yeah. let us into your friends' minds. <laughs> I'm just, I just want to squiggle my way into your little friends' minds. and just Try and get a little dabble of what they're thinking. We're going to make a nest in there. Oh, I'm going to make a nest yeah. in your friends' minds. <laughs> and they're going to love it. We're
1: going to have snacks in your friends' <laughs> hands. Oh. You're going to be able
0: to munch <laughs> on them, too.
1: <laughs> definitely tell a friend. We appreciate it, you guys. Hey, thank you so much. All right, so there's that. And uh step ten: take care of your health. Uh, which once again, like I said, this is just a a self-help guide at this point. like yeah. these aren't these are all cliches that we've all heard. Uh, this is, like, if you're depressed, the steps to, like, be not depressed is, like, talk to people, uh, get a bunch of rest and eat well, uh, take care of yourself and others.
0: But also, don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Don't talk about any of that. None of that happened. You don't know that what step's happened. That hilarious. Okay. You just don't tell anybody. But also, don't forget to talk about it with people.
2: Yeah.
1: Don't talk about it, but talk about it. It's like, uh, fucking schrodinger's
0: fight club (laughs) (laughs) because you're not supposed to talk about it you don't know that it's happening (laughs) so like you're the one guy that's just like walking around and you see all the people that are like involved in the fight club or at least you like like you you think that they are yeah and you just never talk about it but you're always like I don't know when the next one is, (laughs) but I can't talk about it. Like, I don't know how I'm supposed to know when the next fight club is. So then you're just constantly walking around like, "Uh, so it's a very specific version
1: of amnesiac anonymous. (laughs) <laughs>
2: Nobody
0: remembers why they're there, but, yeah, I, <laughs> but they know it's a problem. <laughs> I remember we were supposed to meet here, but I don't remember what for. <laughs> I know I have a problem, but I don't remember what it is.
1: Um, all right, so take care of your health. This <clears> is pretty self-explanatory. They say get sufficient sleep, good nutrition, and regular exercise. Don't Speaking invite Speaking of which, no,
0: no, 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 Make sure you have good health. I two beef quesaritos. Before you came, so I I ate some food. By the way, I just wanted you to know Austin
1: eats everybody. Okay, eat.
0: Okay, I'm gonna post a photo up on our Instagram too of me eating some Chipotle. That it's a really awkward photo that honestly took of me, but it proves that I eat. So, me. Okay, okay. Yeah,
1: I'll accept it. And not the healthiest thing on step ten. Take care of your health. But okay. Although, I did read an article yesterday that uh, they were saying Taco
0: Bell's one of the healthiest of the fast food places. For their healthy menu, compared to other fast food places, Taco Bell has the healthiest. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've read that that same article. So, you can eat Taco
1: Bell and feel good about it.
0: I mean, (laughs) pretty sure Taco Bell was trying to get alcohol. Like, they're trying to get an alcohol license and sell alcohol. So, my whole thing is... Can I get alcohol on the go? No. It would have to be,
1: like, in in the dine-in only. Hmm. Like, they're not going to serve you alcohol through a fucking drive-thru window, dude. If I
0: get a bottle of unopened Bud Light and two beef quesaritos, well, you know, I'd really want to get You can eat Anky the beef orchard. quesaritos in the car, but you but, can't drink the beer in no, the car. No, I can't have an open container, but you could still sell me a bottle of beer with my tacos. I'm out on lunch Okay, I I I just want to have a beer With my tacos Because my work is stressful You know Having one beer Is not going to affect me at all You know I'm just saying That'd be That would be a smart move I don't know if there's any Regulations Mm. against that Does it kind of Incline people to drink and drive? Maybe Yeah Maybe a little bit Okay A lot of people going through Taco Bell Let's be honest Are stoned already (laughs)
1: And you're gonna add beer to it? No, we're crossfaded. <laughs> I'm totally crossfaded. Um, you know, just, 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 just take care of your health. Should you pod- Step
0: ten. Should you podcast and while you're crossfaded, is that illegal? Is that a law? Somewhere? Maybe sometime in the
1: future there'll be laws against. Uh, no, fucking <laughs> <laughs> come on! I can't even think of a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I tried so hard to come up with a justification for I'm it I'm breaking that law right now I'm just saying <laughs> But if there's a law
0: out there, I'm breaking it
1: I, Yeah, I don't think they can even prosecute you In a state where it's illegal uh, Marijuana alone Like, possession of marijuana would be a crime I don't think they can prosecute you for doing a podcast And saying that you're high while you're doing it Even if there's lighter sounds in the background That's not real evidence that you were actually smoking
0: and do the conversations that happened after that prove that you were smoking? All right.
1: Would that hold up in court? Um,
0: I mean, if a jury thought that it was enough proof, I mean, it's a jury of your peers. So Did if they you know think that, that you were stoned while you were doing it and they all vote yes, then yeah. It's like 80 to
1: 90 percent of cases in Ohio never go to jury. Did you know that?
0: No, I did not.
1: Uh, Cleveland's one of the worst. It's like 97% or something like that of cases never go in front of a jury. They just go to a, like a plea deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're told to go to a plea deal. Well, yeah,
1: because it's good for the prosecutor. <laughs> I mean, it's good for you kind of too. Maybe we can get into that in another episode. I kind of want to talk about uh, justice reform at some point, but we don't have enough... Uh, gear on that right now
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> all right the uh, the only point i want to make on step 10 and them saying don't invite suffering by ignoring your physical health i there i think there's a point to be made if you're an actual antinatalist that you could find a way to end your life painlessly whenever you wanted and shortening your life after coming into existence wouldn't that be the ultimate goal of an antinatalist like i'm not Saying in any way that anybody should actually follow that ideology. But I think we covered this kind of a little bit last time, but this is kind of a different twist on it. Like, if you are an antinatalist, wouldn't you want to find a way to shorten your suffering as quick as possible? This
3: is
0: where it breaks down for me. Uh, no, because they still have the idea of you're here now, so you might as well enjoy it.
1: But why? Because Uh, their starting point is that any suffering makes it not worth it to begin with. But it's
0: already begun, so now...
1: Why wouldn't you want to avoid suffering still? Like, their whole point is to avoid suffering, and then once you're born, it's like, uh, you just gotta deal with the suffering, I guess, make the best of it. And that's what we're all fucking doing.
0: So I... (laughs) Like I said, this is where it breaks down for me. It's more about the... They don't want us to procreate more than... They want you to go and kill yourself. If they were like, I feel like that's a really good, good point is that they're not promoting suicide. They're not promoting that you should go and kill yourself, but they are promoting the fact that you should not reproduce. They're
1: saying future people shouldn't exist, but you shouldn't end your life, even if it's painless
0: and as harmless as possible. So do you think that that is kind of the whole reason that I was talking about that we are you know, not, we're still a baby when it comes to the timeline of how long we've been here and how much we've learned. So they're like, maybe with the people that are here that aren't going to really catch on to this and that are going to continue to re- reproduce, we'll reproduce somebody or people out there eventually to help us get to a point of no suffering. And now they're just helping not so many people to be here when there's like an overpopulation kind of problem now. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I kind of (laughs) see that point. I, I, in a, in a way,
1: but not really. It just, it doesn't follow through when you follow it down any line of thinking. Like every time we've tried to justify it, like, last episode and this episode, it gets to a point where it's like, no, though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but no.
1: Yeah. All right, last step. We're finally at the end here. Well, they contradict
0: themselves. Jesus.
1: So many times. And also, I, I get a little frustrated when a WikiHow article that gets a bunch of, like, popularity ends on an uneven number. Or it doesn't do, like, 10, 15, 20 steps. This is step 11, and that's it. Uh, this is a very minor complaint, but it pisses me off a lot. Uh, so step eleven. Go ahead. Okay. Don't be a downer.
0: Uh, I mean, thanks. Okay, you kind of already told me that in the last like five steps.
3: And
1: also, the whole thing's kind of a downer. Like, like I said, when you when you dig into it enough. Unless you're bringing some sort of spirituality into it Which is the only way that makes it positive It's all negative So don't be a downer Doesn't make sense to me Especially at the end of this list But I do think if you're trying to justify your beliefs As an antinatalist You would say to people like, I'm not a downer Like I'm not trying to be down about this I'm just saying Live your best life while you can And don't have kids
0: Don't even give them the opportunity to live a a crappy life and just try and enjoy what you have now. But also don't kill yourself, you know? Like, don't just end it now. That's not not what I'm trying to say. But don't let it even be an option for anybody. What's the... It's better to have loved than to have never loved at all. Yeah, to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. Yeah. So, is it better to have lived and lost than to have never lived at all? Yeah, I definitely agree. I agree completely. Definitely
1: agree. That's the final question of antinatalism is it worth existing if you have to go through bad experiences? And I would say, yeah, it makes the good times worth it.
0: I definitely agree. The good times that I've had in my life, um, being pulled over with you. Because you were doing like 65 and a 45 I tend to do that I just I don't pay attention when I'm downtown man (laughs) It is really stupid that just in that one part Right there It goes from like 65 to 55 And then all of a sudden you get Almost into downtown and it's 45 Yeah Just right there There's
1: not that many extra exits I don't get it
0: yeah I don't either Well they, they fixed it now so hopefully They'll change it but For right now Yeah that was a fun experience
2: yeah. that, was,
0: that was before we went and got All of our herbs mm-hmm. And spices for the food we were making Luckily it was after the fact Or before the fact Cause that could have been a, Another interesting You know moment <laughs> Yeah
1: Yeah That's why I always keep my bag with me now and keep everything zipped away. You got to keep your baking ingredients nice and tight.
0: Oh, yeah. Take care of it, man. Yeah. Keep it safe.
1: Can't search you unless they got a good
0: reason to. Mm -hmm. Uh, 99 problems. It's like well, my glove compartment is locked, so is the trunk in the back.
2: (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: exactly. I have no reason to open it. Sorry. (laughs) Well, you're going to need a warrant for that. Yeah. So, thank God all these steps are over, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, the first three or four steps were like, do your research, look up religions, you know, see what their views are on it, Um, don't talk about it, okay, now you can talk about it, and then just take care of yourself and be a good person. Like, thanks. That was the whole thing that I got from reading the Bible was be a good person, take care of yourself. I don't have to believe in all this other, you know, stuff that might not be true. It was a really, it's just about morals and the morality that you should have and still believing in whatever it is that you want to believe. And it's, I feel like it's giving it more reason for people to believe this way without really actually believing this whole direction.
3: Yeah. I agree. Um, I, I, I just think
1: there's other philosophical ways. Like if you want to go down a, a very thoughtful and philosophical philosophical path with the way you lead your life, that's fine. Just pick a sturdier one. Like it's not fully fleshed out, and there's better ways to think about the world that I think are. More healthy ways to view people's lives than this one. And you definitely shouldn't see your parents.
0: Okay, so back from this little break here yeah you know, sorry about that guys. when the wife calls you answer <laughs> <laughs> plain and simple of course you always I can't do. not answer the wife no no you gotta answer the wife when she calls you even when it's just about a show ending that she really likes <laughs> if you guys have seen oh man i already forgot the name of the show that you fucking What was. the order oh yeah there Ha-ha, we go <laughs> even i knew what it was
1: <laughs> yeah so the order on netflix uh my wife's really into uh, magic and witches and shows like Bewitched and charmed, and I guess the order is kind of like a modernized version of that stuff, but a little less campy,
0: okay yeah yeah i've I'm really into this is us, that's what I'm, yeah, yeah, you were saying that when we were on break there for a second, <laughs> yeah, the jack i don't I forget what his actual name is, but. He's just so sexy. I can't. I don't. I'm not gonna hide it or anything. <laughs> he is a very sexy man, and I don't know what it is like about his lip. It like kind of like dips down, but it's just sexy. I just enjoy it. Huh.
3: Uh, like
0: yeah. the corners of his lips dip down. Not just one side. Just, just the just one, one. side. Just the one side. Like his left side. Who's, th- who's the actor? Ah, <laughs> I don't know Shit. anything about that show. Hold on, hold, on, hold on, I got you, man. Just give me a second. <laughs> um, I. It, it makes me cry every time I watch a show. It is a super emotional show. Um, I'm looking it up. Uh, I don't want to cry every time I watch a show. Um,
1: I gotta be in the mood for that.
0: It is kind of something like me and my fiance. <laughs> Uh, we, <laughs> I'm sorry, my burps just make me laugh sometimes I
1: feel like if we call attention to it enough times It'll eventually just become like one of those jokes Where it gets really old really quick And then it becomes funny after a long enough time all over again Listen, I don't know <laughs> if I can pronounce this name
0: <laughs> I'm gonna butcher this so bad
1: I just wanna, I, I don't know anything about the show So you're saying he's a sexy man I wanna see what he looks like
0: <clears throat> I got you, I got you, I got you
1: I'm going to hop off Mike and look at the laptop here real quick.
0: Okay, so his name is Milo Ventimiglia. Ventimiglia. Milo
1: Ventimiglia. That is a sexy, he's got a nice mustache. Dude. That's like the type of mustache
0: I wish I could have. So look, look, look. Do so you see how like his, like his lip just kind of like dips out? Like it he has does. dip in his mouth. Like, he has dip in his mouth, but it he kinda never does. It kind of looks like he had a sexy stroke. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, he's just got just enough of the droopy lip for it to not look like you have a medical issue, but it's like you got dip in your mouth. Dude,
0: he's just a good looking man.
1: He, he looks like if Ned Flanders didn't have the glasses and had like a really chiseled feature set. He's, he reminds, it's like a hot
0: Ned Flanders. Oh, yeah, dude. They ever did like a real life Ned Flanders, but no, man, him I'm, and, s- I'm sorry to this actor, <laughs> him and this is us disregard just, my comments. He's <laughs> he's such a family man too, in this show. Oh, so good. like, I I'm like attracted to him even more, you know, mm. I'm like, Oh, and you take care of your family.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. 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 You're sexy. You got a good personality and you take care of your family. You're a good fucking looking man. He's okay? the full package. Dude, I want the whole cake, okay? I don't just want a goddamn piece. I want the whole thing, all <laughs> right? Give me all of it. Anyways, <laughs> okay. Mo- moving on
2: from
1: <laughs> This is a rare side of Austin that I that I get to get to witness every so often. I you know, I'm not afraid to say it.
0: I love it. I like <laughs> I like this man I would love to sit down and have a conversation with him Maybe a glass of wine <laughs> yeah, gonna, Who knows just a
2: conversation.
1: <laughs> We'll start at the conversation See where the glass of wine takes us
2: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh Jesus
3: <laughs> Anyway
1: <laughs> Anyway I'm dying, that's the, anyway, I cough, cough, I'm dead
0: Did you ever go to the doctor? No Oh, of course I don't go to doctors Dude, I'm telling you, just go to the goddamn doctor Why? Do you want to go together? Doctors are a conspiracy We can go, oh, <laughs> oh here we
2: go, here we fucking go
0: No, we're gonna go together, that's oh. what's gonna happen, I'm gonna make you go, we're gonna go, cause I don't like it either, man, I'm with you Who are but- they funded by? Listen stop Just stop it right now Don't even try it Just cut it out Just fucking cut your shit (laughs)
1: Look up who doctors are funded by Don't actually I'm just kidding (laughs) No I'm not going to the fucking doctor I'll go when I'm dead How's that
0: (laughs) It's not a good option
1: I know I've got kids I should take better care of myself It's whatever though
0: is there still a button there? No, it's gone. Oh, oh, there you go. It retreated inside. <laughs> I was thinking that it was one of the nuclear buttons.
1: <laughs> like, well, I would have to be in two places at once because that's inside that suitcase that holds the nuclear football. No,
0: no, no, no. See, that's a conspiracy in itself is that there's not really three buttons. What the three buttons are is just hemorrhoids that show up in random people and they know who they are, but it just constantly changes. So now they have to chase these people down and get them and they're like, we need to press your butthole. And people are like, what do you mean? Why? You mean I was the chosen one for a little bit? You were the chosen one for a little bit. And you know what? Some people might become the chosen one and never even know.
1: Dude, I pressed that button so many times. What if the other two people <laughs> oh, no! had also, like, were as adventurous as I was and at the exact same time taking a shit somewhere else in the world, they pressed the button, too? <laughs> what if all three of us, like, they're just, if this is the case, they're just basing it on a random chance that that doesn't
0: happen. Oh, man. Well. <laughs> How many people are okay with butt play, though? It's a question. I
1: wouldn't call what I was doing butt play. Come on. You were touching your butt. I was investigating medically.
2: <laughs>
1: mm, fair
2: enough. For right. science.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. Whatever. Whatever. I'm not going to say I didn't like it
0: for science, though. Hey. Hey. <laughs> it was butt play. You enjoyed it. For science, though. For... <laughs> Only because it was for science, though. If it was just recreational, you would have enjoyed it. That's what you Do you're you know
1: saying. who you know who the butt play scientists are funded
0: by <laughs> burps they're funded by burps this podcast is funded by <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: and also sprite i'm sticking with that
0: yeah sprite cranberry
1: i mean overall sprite sponsors
0: us no i want to sprite cranberry just sprite cranberry yeah okay like, i will settle for that is, is it just, like, a seasonal thing, or is it, like, an all-time all, all time thing? Like, are they keeping it now, or what? I don't
1: know. I don't know if... It, I I mean, being sponsored by Sprite, we should know more about Sprite. Uh, We've got the ad read. <laughs> we've got the ad read document somewhere around here. Uh, Let me shuffle around some papers and see if I can find them. <laughs> they sent them to us last week. This is a new thing. I
0: swear we're sponsored by Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: no, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. Yeah. I'm just kidding. We are. <laughs> don't listen to him. I don't know why he's doing that. We're fucking sponsored by Sprite. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> I can't do this transition. Speaking of seasonal, the climate's changing. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh.
0: The climate That's a mm. Are you sure?
1: I'm I'm 98% positive, like the scientists around the world. You
0: you pulled me off on this one earlier, and you said, where's your proof? So, where's your proof? Okay.
1: Let me pull up all the links that I sent to myself in preparation (laughs) for this episode. Because I actually did go to NASA website. I went to climate scientist websites. I went to UN websites and actually pulled up all the data on climate change and it's pretty irrefutable that the climate is changing. Oh, I'm screwed. I, it, I didn't do. I don't want to get too much into the actual climate change part, <laughs> part of this because you, you're bringing a story that you know more about than I do. Uh, you've researched a little bit more, and climate change is just one aspect of the story. Um, yeah, so you can go to plato.stanford.edu, and they have a whole section there on climate change. And then also climate.nasa.gov has great resources. Climate,
0: on... climate.
1: We're crossfaded.
0: Listen, <laughs> you go to the climate.edu.dot. What was it? Com, co. Well, it, it's a government website, so gov.gov.gov.gov. government.dot
1: <laughs> government. Gov. Miracle. Government. <laughs> uh, yeah, so climate climate.nasa.gov/effects. If you go to effects, it'll take you to the actual effects of climate change, and uh, I'm just gonna. There's a whole article. It goes on for pages and pages and pages. You can look at the actual numbers, graphs, uh,
0: glaciers,
1: yearly data yeah you can talk you can see the rise in temperature over the past century. We're at two degrees Celsius and global temperature rise now. They're saying that that was kind of the tipping point. There's really not much going back now. All we can do is try to avoid the worst of it. Uh, and once we get to four degrees Celsius, that's where things start going to shit where you'll have there was a guy on um Rogan's podcast the other day talking about climate change, and he was saying that once you get to that point, it's like Uh, The Middle East will be 130 degrees, and there'll be places where it literally cooks you when you go outside. Like, you won't be able to go outside during the summer.
0: Pretty sure that already happened somewhere already.
1: Yeah, it hit really... They had a heat wave in Australia where it got to ridiculous temperatures and you couldn't go outside. At all. Yeah. Uh, So this is already starting to happen, but they're also saying that it'll be like, it'll be the norm for six climate catastrophes to be happening in one area at a time. So there'll be like tornadoes, (sighs) flooding... Temperature, drought, all that shit all at the same time. So, and it's, it's, I don't want to sound alarmist because it's not going to be everywhere. There's going to be places that are like cold now that will, the temperature will rise there as well, and people will have to move there. Like the center of the country, more northern places, Scandinavia, Russia, Siberia, all those places are going to be like where civilization has to move to if we continue down the line we're on now.
0: So we're going to have to migrate,
1: pretty much. Yeah, co- like, the crazy thing is rich people are going to be the first to go. Well, like, duh. all the people on the coast, the coastal elites, that, those are the first places they're going to be underwater. If, if we continue on the path we are now and we get to four to six degrees Celsius, that gets to a point where all glacial ice will start melting off entirely. Like, we'll lose the entire glacial plateau. And that would lead to, I think it was like 260 to 300 foot level, uh, sea level rise. So all those places that are on the coast under, underwater.
0: We're going to be fine though. Where we're at.
1: Maybe. It depends on like elevation levels. Like if the sea level rises, then that's going to change the way rivers and tributaries and all the way, all those waterways connect. So I mean, we might end up looking like Florida.
2: That'd
0: be insane. I mean, that'd be cool. The price of our places would go up tremendously.
1: Yeah, but I mean, once we get to that point, it's like it's going to keep getting worse unless we do something. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. (laughs) It would be nice to have like Florida and Ohio, though. (laughs) You're right. I mean,
3: the value
0: of my house would go up. Beachfront.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's climate.nasa.gov slash effects if you
0: want to see. The beach is just like everybody's debris and rubble from all their houses and everything being destroyed and everything. And that's, that's what my beach is. <laughs> and then it's just water. You know, it's like a good, like, 100 miles of just debris and all this other bullshit and then the ocean. And that's
2: what the beach <laughs> is for me.
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be bad in certain places. It's gonna be like the extremes of awful, but we're never gonna get to a point where there's no humans unless something like absolutely catastrophic happens. Oh, like, that's not what they're saying. No,
0: they- no, 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 no. We can get to the point of no humans. You wanna know how? How? Go on a birth strike. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm Yeah, that's how you do that. Okay. Right Go on a birth strike.
1: Okay, so this is your side of the story. Uh, Mm -hmm. What exactly is a birth
0: strike? So a birth strike is these women are saying that they are not going to give birth until the world decides to take climate change seriously.
1: Okay. How many women is this? Do you know? Uh, The last I checked, it was like 60 women. Okay. Is
0: this all in like one state that they've like come together and decided? You know, I don't know. I haven't really done like a lot of um, like too much on it. I saw a few kind of like news, newscasters kind of covering it. Um, I can do a little bit of uh, research though and get back to you on that.
1: I've got um, kind of a profile on one of the women here. Um, Her name is Blythe Pepino. Shortly after she decided she wanted to have children, she realized that the idea of bringing kids into a world affected by climate change was making her uncomfortable. Um, She's a 29-year-old musician, and she started bringing up the idea with other women in environmental advocacy groups. Mm-hmm. Kind of sounds like this is all like a grassroots thing Of just like concerned parents
0: I, I, I mean I guess there's more Because she said that like within days Like she had 90 women who had joined her Oh wow Yeah
1: 90 in days Okay Hashtag birth
0: strike Is what they're doing on Facebook and Instagram <sighs> They're saying that having kids is one of the underlying facts of, or it's one of the the things that really makes, hold on, let me. (sighs) Oh man, are these women (laughs) antinatalists? See, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, new. One recent study found that not having children is one of the most effective ways to limit your personal carbon footprint. The underlying motivation was wanting to avoid bringing a child into a world where they may suffer. They are anti-natalists. Fuck. I mean, the carbon footprint
1: thing—that's just kind of a statistical analysis of how much carbon you output into the environment as an existing person through like all the food you eat, the travel and all that shit. Yeah. Like even uh, the cows you eat, how much fart they farts they put out into the atmosphere, their methane is calculated into you being alive. So that makes sense to me, but fuck, are they really anti-natalist? <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> that one line just like I can't read stuff like this without thinking that everybody doesn't like everybody hates children now. God damn it! Twenty-two <laughs> year old, ah oh, man, that's not young. That's that's not old enough to decide whether or not you want to have. I mean, you still got a lot of time to change your opinion on that. A- at twenty-two, I wasn't ready to have kids, and I I had I had kids, <laughs> <laughs> or, or was having a kid at that point. So. I, don't, I get what they're saying. This is one of those things where on the base level, like with antinatalism, I agree with the base level of it. How
0: far are they taking this, though? So there's a strike. Uh, they're just saying that they're not going to have kids. And I don't I assume that none of them have already had kids. And can I get into this with already having a child or like, does it not work out? that way. <laughs> YouTube ad playing over our audio there. I had some technical difficulties. It's
1: okay. I think if we draw attention to it, people will 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 be fine with me stuttering. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, it doesn't seem that they're like too serious about it. But then again, they're just like, I'm just not going to have kids until somebody takes it seriously. But nobody's really going to take them seriously and be like, oh, I'm not going to change this because you're not having kids because there's plenty of other fucking people out here that are having kids. And uh, this goes back to my point earlier, unless you get the mass majority to really be about it and then like shun the people that are not about it and isolate them, it's not going to happen.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you for the most part. I don't think shunning is maybe not the right word in, in my view on it. I think those people should Exile? be. Exile?
0: No. Is that a better word?
1: I think when you push people out of societal discourse, it creates underground factions that they can gather their own steam and cause problems like what happened in Charlottesville with right wing neo Nazis. You push it off to the side and, and don't talk about it so much that they form like an underground hate group
2: good point so okay. i think
1: those people should be allowed to say what they have to say but you should also be allowed to tell them that they're idiots like you shouldn't <laughs> cut them out of discourse you should just tell them they're wrong yeah yeah
0: like keep them there let them keep trying to tell you whatever but just keep telling them that and they're wrong
1: educate other people who are around them to let them know that those people are idiots i don't necessarily
0: <laughs> disagree with these women though. I don't disagree with that at like, all. Like if you they're choose not, wrong. not to have a child or have children, I don't I don't care. Do that. Yeah. And you're advocating for something good. You think that the world should at least acknowledge climate change and we should push forward with doing something about it. That's awesome. You not having children though, like it's just not it'd be different if you were Somebody like, you know, an electric company that supplies electric, and you were like, we're not going to supply any electric until you guys take climate change seriously. That's going to affect a lot of people. You not having a child is not going to affect me. If I still want to have a kid and my fiance still wants to have a kid, we're still going to do it regardless of whether you are not going to do it because I can still advocate for climate change and still be about it and still have a child. That's a really good point.
1: Um, And I I also do not disagree with the point that they're making here. And I think it's like, it's a silver lining of this story that they're bringing more attention to climate change. That's always a good thing. But um, I disagree in that this isn't going to be the most effective way to bring about change. This is something that's been coming up a lot recently, where, where it, it's always pushed on the individual to make the changes. Like, eat less meat, recycle more, buy less things, try to live as simple as possible. It always gets pushed out as those things. Even recently, a bunch of companies came out and said to do those things, while they were also advocating for climate change awareness. So like these big corporations come out and say, hey, you should do everything you can in your personal life to stop climate change. But that's not the most effective way to stop climate change. It would be for these giant corporations to have legislation or regulations placed against the carbon output that an entire nation is putting out into their atmosphere.
0: I mean, think about how many, how many Walmarts there are in the USA. And then think about how many, how much product is just sitting on... Each one of those shelves in every single Walmart that just right. sits there—it's never being used.
1: All that production <clears> that <throat> goes into those products being on those shelves, and the 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 water being used for that box to show up on that metal shelf—it's insane cost on the environment. And in even if you think about the way we get around, like I. I mean legislation in the sense that there should be taxes on using carbon-emitting transportation. So, like, there should be a carbon tax for people driving around old vehicles.
0: To try and push them into— Yeah, but, okay, if it's somebody that can't afford, like, a newer vehicle, then now you're going to tax them and make a pay even more money when they already couldn't afford to go and buy one of these eco-vehicles. Then we
1: need to make eco-vehicles more affordable. I think once again, legislate and regulate so that you force people to move towards a direction that's better for the environment. Because that's what has to happen. We're at that point. Like, individual concern. Like, it's great if you want to be more mindful about your place in the environment. That's awesome. But at this point, it's not going to make that much of a difference. We need to make giant major infrastructure and
0: legislative changes
1: to the way we run things.
0: Um, Somebody that I was talking to brought up a really good point was just putting a filter in your exhaust that was like a CO2 filter. And you would have to install it or, you know, you could go to like a mechanic or something and they would install it. But it had to be changed every so often. And you could get stopped and get checked, and if your filter wasn't, you know, <clears throat> up-to-date, whatever, what have you, then you would get a fine, so that would make sure that people would try and change it whatever it needed to be changed, but also lower the CO2 emissions.
1: Yeah. I, I think that's the direction we need to go, but I would—I see what you're saying with, like, the what if you can't afford stuff like that, like— I want to I want to avoid fines if we can and the solution to getting people on this train.
0: But now you have to come up with an affordable way for me to have a filter to produce the filter and then everything that comes with that. A lot of that technology is
1: there. It's just that climate change is such a political topic now that we're not doing anything about it because it's so polarizing. We're just talking about it. We took something that was science and fact-based and turned it into a politicized um like, it's this, this hobby horse you can get up on and, and state your, your side of it, and that gets a certain number of followers on a certain side. So it's, it's really not about the facts anymore. It's, it's about political power and gain, and also the, the massive amounts of money that are in the coal and fuel industries. They don't want to change any of this, and they've also known that climate change was happening for the past few decades and outright denied it and hid the evidence that they knew that it was happening. They paid it off. They would pay people to do studies to prove that climate change wasn't happening, and then the studies would come back that climate change was happening, and then they would hide those studies (sighs) and deny them.
0: Good luck hiding them now, the way that the internet is. Yeah. So uh, the, the birth strike thing I
1: think is really interesting But they're kind of missing the point Like I applaud the
0: That's where I feel that it wasn't The the best execution Yeah, It wasn't the, the best way to, for you to come about it Like if you could it, There should have been a different way that you came about it Than when you went into an interview You were like yeah and I also choose to not You know have kids Until we really take this seriously It would have you know, brought up more if you had something else that you, you know, put forward. Like, I'm not going to... I don't really know what a good example would be, but not doing something that affects these large corporations in some way that if the mass majority could do the same thing. But we're very reliant on all of these corporations so that's what makes it difficult too. like, how are we going to transition when we have all of these major corporations that we rely on, even for us to do this podcast and all the equipment that we need, the electricity that we need to run it, you know, for us to even be alive, I need shelter and food and all these things. So we need these amenities and we rely on that. So how, can, how are we going to change if these companies don't want to, yet we rely on them? We need to get them to be upfront
1: and honest about the facts of what ha- what's happening and make responsible, smart changes about the way they're going about their businesses. And the only way to do that is to vote on issues on climate change, things that Alexa- Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is pushing to the forefront right now with the Green New Deal and other legislation on climate change. We've talked about her a couple times, and a lot of what she's doing is is towards this direction of regulating big corporations that have a giant carbon footprint or produce things that have a giant carbon footprint and scaling that back. Or even startup companies or companies that are trying to do the right thing, like Tesla. They're trying to get legislation to make those cars more affordable. They gotta subsidize stuff like that. Or if you buy an electric vehicle, you get a tax kickback. You get extra money for it. Yeah. So like they're trying to be... Smart about it in some some cases, and that that's the right direction.
0: I definitely agree. I definitely agree.
1: Uh, Tesla's coming out with that thirty five thousand dollar entry level one. It's like the price of a standard car, a little little more expensive. Eh, it's still a little expensive. It's about what Crystal's car cost? Yeah. Yeah.
0: What year? Uh, I think it's an eighteen or a seventeen. Oh uh, yeah. Well, mine was sixteen. And I'm like nineteen. Yeah, so it was brand new. Oh, mine was in a rear end collision. Mm. Small, no frame damage. Whatever. Yeah, so, I I, that's
1: working towards the right direction. Like, if you get everybody driving an electric car because you forced corporations and companies that produce cars to move in that direction and make them
0: more affordable, because we do have the technology to do that. Yeah, but what about the power grids? That we have to build If we're like super reliant on That's where you have to do a cost Benefit uh, Analysis of
1: How much climate change is going to cost us In the next couple decades The next 30-40 years And how much it's going to cost To do those infrastructure changes Like to get off coal and gasoline Entirely and fossil fuels It's going to require billions Maybe even trillions of dollars yeah. But you're saving billions of lives, and you're also saving trillions of dollars down the line just in property loss. Like, if entire states go underwater, that's billions of dollars of property damages and loss and insurance claims and loss of life. Like,
0: Got a good point there.
1: Yeah, so you could say it's going to be expensive to switch over, and it's going to be a ar- long, arduous process to switch over to these new technologies, but it's going to be worth it. That's the consequentialism thing again. And I don't think those women are anti natalists for the birth, birth strike thing. I think they're more conse- consequentialist because they are actively deciding this is the world we live in and it would be dangerous to. Like, I have this worry a lot with my children. What kind of world are we leaving them? And I worry about their future because it, it is true that by like 2050, we're, the, the storms and the climate change and the droughts. And the, the flooding and the fires in California, all that stuff's gonna get worse. And we're not entirely sure how quickly or how much worse that's gonna happen. We have good ideas on how quickly it's gonna happen. And 2040, 2050 is kind of the start of it. My kids are still gonna be around. They're gonna have to live with
0: that. And we left it for them. Right. So I, I don't mm-hmm. disagree. <clears throat> I definitely think that our generation coming up, we're still super aware. And there's definitely a lot of. People our age that are really fighting for this change, that are like us, that are like, we really need to get into these renewable resources in any way that we can, you know, or we need to have these laws and regulations to force us to filter and to produce as little emissions as we can and get to a, like natural gas. I mean, that's just another. You know, renewable electricity, renewable natural gas. Those are things that we need to look into. Gas isn't renewable. I mean, I don't mean to
1: correct you in the middle of the podcast, but...
0: No, you're right.
1: We have a finite source of all gases. I mean, some of them can be produced artificially, but a big one is helium. Like, uh, we're going to run out of helium eventually because it's leaving our atmosphere, because it's light enough to. Where do you get helium from? See, I don't know the the logistics or like the technicalities of how you mine for helium. I know that. Fuck, man, that's a good question. Yeah, but we use it for medical equipment, like um, man, is it cat scans or radiology? So one of those, or what's the one that start MRI? Yeah. I think MRIs use helium inside the, the mechanism, and that's part of what makes them work. But also, like, balloons. Like, eventually, we're just not going to have balloons. Or we're going to have to use a different gas to, for our balloons. So, and we use helium because it's mostly safe. So, like, we're going to have to find a synthetic or something similar once we run out of it. Anyway, and that's a kind of a tangent, but yeah, gas is another one of those things where it's like. Like oil, we only have so much of it, unless you eat a
0: lot of Taco Bell. I can give you all the fucking natural <laughs> gas you need. I think it's so gassy today. Dude, speaking of food, man, I'm so hungry. I don't know why. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I don't <laughs> have no. anything for you to eat. No, I mean, I would hope not. You just don't have, like, a burrito <laughs> in your pocket. Oh, I've got my backpack here. I could pull out. Oh, like, okay. That's fair enough. You just got like a Tupperware of, of spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why spaghetti?
2: <laughs> I don't know,
0: man. You know, I really don't like spaghetti all like that. I'm
1: not a huge. I liked it a lot as a kid. And as I got older, I was kind of like, this is just trash
0: food. <laughs> I don't know. It's just not that exciting to me. If anything, I put hot sauce in it. Yeah. Frank's Red Hot. Put that shit on everything. If we're gonna be sponsored by anybody, <laughs> fucking Frank's Red Hot is the way to go. Cause I mix Red Hot with my Sprite. <laughs> it's really good. You need <laughs> to cut that shit out. That's not that's not okay. It can't be good for my liver or something. <laughs> yeah. I know I, I, I know I said I put that shit on everything. But you're, you're taking it a little far there You're taking it just a little far I'm just saying eh. Eh, 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 eh. No. Oh, yeah. Some people say that Sprite is spicy And you took it to a whole new level They should come out with spicy
1: Sprite Anyway like With Frank's Red Hot Yeah. Get the f- Stop Never throw an atomic fireball into your sprite
2: That
3: shit's
0: good No I did not I've never done that It's good No shit I yeah. love atomic fireballs yeah. I enjoy sprite Do it oh, See this is some high shit <laughs> You were fucking high when you figured this out <coughs> didn't you I've done a lot of dumb high shit yeah Well duh we all have I, I make all sorts of pop tart sandwiches and. I- okay 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 let's talk about something real quick Cause this is some high shit food wise <laughs> that I really want to talk about because I've gotten some scrutiny about it, but nobody else has tried it. So don't knock it until you try it. Oh, fuck. Are you
1: bringing up the pop tart thing? Um,
0: the what? The pop tart thing, pop tart thing.
1: I, I mean, go on with what you're, th- oh, with, uh, I could be wrong. I want to know <laughs> what your pop tart thing is. Cause it's not what I'm, I thought you told me a pop tart thing that you do with pop tarts that I'm not a fan of.
0: Oh, what I, was it? I
1: don't go on with your story. Okay. 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 <laughs>
0: I, I could be misremembering entirely. So, you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay. Just uh, make a regular oh God, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's what it was. Right? it was peanut
1: butter and jelly. And you,
0: you, you place it down on your plate. you okay, right in the smack dab middle of that plate. Okay. So, then what you do is you make some ramen. Okay. Some people make ramen with the broth. God God damn it. Just that's shut what it up. Was. Just get out of here. <laughs> just be quiet over I'm there. Leaving, I'm, leaving, I'm, 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 leaving, d- I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm <laughs> leaving. So you take the ramen, okay? You make it and you strain the water out, okay? And then you add the seasoning, stir it up, make it all nice. And then what you do is you pour it right over top of that PB and J. So now you got the hot noodles with the cold jelly, and then kind of the stickiness of the peanut butter. It's delicious. I I, I, I gotta stop you there. Uh, How uh, wet are the noodles? Like I know you
1: you drained them, but are they still a little moist? They're oh yeah. I mean, well,
0: I mean. not not really, no. Are your noodles
1: dripping? No. When you put them on your PB&J?
0: No, they're pretty dry. Okay, because wet bread drives me nuts. Uh, well, no, it's not like that. No, I mean, if you let it sit there, like, because it's hot and the steam and everything from it kind of makes the bread a little soggy, but when you first, like, pour it on there and take a bite of it, the bread's still nice and fluffy, and I use white bread, too, and it's just, it's so good, mm, man. No, no I,
2: I just, <laughs> I wouldn't.
0: When I would come home from school and I would make, you know, like food for myself, I would get a ramen and a PB&J. And yeah, so one yeah. day I was on some high shit and just decided <laughs> to pour the ramen over top of the PB&J. And there you go.
1: And you eat it like an open face sandwich, but it's not open face. It's just a sandwich with noodles on top. <laughs> and you <laughs> yeah. got a fork. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? I haven't tried this yet. So who knows? Maybe it's fucking delicious. Maybe Listen, this is amazing. Do
0: not knock it till you try it. All okay. Right. Do I'm you not- like ramen? I do like ramen. Do you like PB&J? To be fair... To be fair... I do like PB&J. Then you should like it. I like Sprite. I like Atomic Fireballs. In theory, I should like them together. Yeah. I mean,
1: I stand by mine. I guess I'll try yours. Uh Aha. Don't knock it too, try
0: Fuck, man. (laughs) I don't even know... It doesn't seem appetizing to put noodles on a sandwich. Why not? You put chips on a sandwich. I, Tell me you have not put potato chips on your PB&J before. I've put
1: potato chips on a bunch of things before. Okay, yeah. See. Pizza, hot dog, sandwiches. I, so, I'm not following you on the pizza one. It's so good on certain I've, types of pizza. I
0: can't, I, haven't, I can't say that I've tried that, man. It's pretty good. You got me on that one. Okay and then the other
1: thing I'll defend your noodle sandwich on your noodle noodle and j noodle butter and j is what we're going to call this fucking concoction <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That it makes me kind of concerned cuz I'm like <laughs> what noodle are you putting on there <laughs> okay ramen ramen butter and j okay <laughs>
1: ramen butter and jelly um so this i, I I will defend you on that. I do when I was a child and I enjoyed spaghetti still. I would take my buttered bread that we had with the spaghetti and uh-huh. I would put noodles inside of it. Uh huh. And, and then fold it
0: in half and, and eat, eat that like a sandwich. And eat the bread. There you go. Yeah. Point taken. Right
1: there. Bam. Point for me. It's kind of like a meatball sub without <laughs> the meatballs. You just got yeah. noodles in there instead. Mm hmm. Okay, it's the, still the peanut butter and the jelly, and then the
0: what flavor ramen are you using? Chicken? Chicken, of course, chicken. I cause I feel I'm like, a white person. Okay, it's the only fucking ramen <laughs> I eat. Let's you don't be like real beef here. Ramen? Or shrimp ramen? Not really. No. Or any of the new like uh, what's the? Oh, they did come out with the spicy chicken one. They got a spicy point. chicken and I can, a roast chicken one. I can take the spicy chicken one. Like I can do that. <laughs> that I. Oh. You should try the roast chicken. It's
1: uh, it's creamier than the normal one, so it's kind of like a a cream of chicken noodle type thing. Talking ramen on this
3: podcast.
0: Yo, <laughs> this is what we do. Okay,
1: we help you out. To so, me,
0: I'm hoping some people will try it.
1: I yeah, okay. So if you try that, get back to us and let
0: us know. Cause I'm let not us... trying
1: it till somebody tells me it's good. Besides you,
0: <laughs> that's like the whole piss in your pants thing. Like I feel like uh, you, motherfucker. People aren't gonna do it until it, you're bringing up two things it. that I hate. I,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hate your noodle sandwich, and I hate this pee in your pants idea. I'm gonna
0: make you fucking busy yourself, dude. I All swear right, so we gotta, so we,
1: gotta we gotta introduce
0: this, don't we? Uh, have we not? Did we not do it in the last? I don't think we introduced this in the last uh, episode. Okay, 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 okay. So my theory is that you cannot piss yourself unwillingly you know what's really funny too as we sit here and talk about this i have to pee i do kind of have to pee too
1: (laughs) but i think we should suffer through it for the sake of this
0: conversation so (laughs) you cannot piss your pants willingly if it's under like a certain circumstance because if like i'm just at home and i know that i could piss myself take my clothes off throw them in the washer go take a shower you know, whatever, it's really not going to bother me, I can do that. But if I'm at the office and somebody just walks by and they're like, piss your pants right now, you have to piss your pants, you're still not going to do it. That is my theory, that is my argument. Okay. I, I, I want to I wanna
1: suss some things out here, I have questions for you. So do you think this is because, like, if you asked a kid to pee, his like a child, like a six-year-old, like, pee your pants right now, they could do it on command, right on the because spot. Because
0: they haven't, they haven't had the, the so, training quite yeah. yet.
1: They're still getting used to Part it. Part of your theory is that it's a, you, only a, like
0: adults that are. Where are you? What's the cutoff? For what's you? the age group? Am I <laughs> looking at yeah. here? Um, let's see. I stopped in the bed when I was like thirteen, so I'll go with thirteen.
1: Okay, that I mean that's that sounds about right. I'll give you that. I mean, All right, so this is Austin's theory: is that he could at any moment. Point to me and go piss your pants, and I'd have to do it, and I physically wouldn't be able to. I'm telling you. Even if I really wanted to do it at that moment, just to prove a
0: point. Your body will not allow
1: you. My theory is that Austin just wants me to piss my pants
2: on the podcast.
1: (laughs) 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 This is all an elaborate ruse and some psychological trick. To get me to pee my pants. And also, like, the rules he's laid out here, we've talked about this off air. He wants, like, there do not be a tarp down or anything, because that would, that would imply preparation. That would mean we prepared this for it. This is my whole
0: point. You cannot, the, the circumstances have to be in a certain way in order for my theory to be correct. It has to be entirely at random. Like, yeah. you can't, no prior awareness that this is going to happen. Walking in the middle of the mall, piss your pants right now.
1: Yeah, we'd have to be recording because we were, is, is the challenge on mic or does that does
0: that change the pretenses of this? You would know. It would be like I would pull my phone out and start recording ah, without you, you knowing and then oh, make you piss your pants. And then as it's you're doing so it, and then as you're pissing your pants, I'm like, oh, I'm getting it on video. I'm like, I got you. But you're not going to do it. I'm telling you, this is not going to happen. I so here's
1: the thing. I believe it to be entirely possible. I don't know about everybody, but I could pee myself
0: at any given moment on command. Dude, I'm half fucking tempted to stand up and piss myself right now just to prove this point. I could do it right now. But uh, (laughs) I could pee myself right now. On my own accord,
1: on my own will, as an adult who's trained himself to not pee himself, I could do there, it. You would sit there for the rest of this podcast in your piss. That's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> see, I told you guys. He's excited about that happening. He wants to see me
0: sit here in my own piss. I do not. I don't <laughs> want to smell your fucking piss for the rest of this episode. It's not, it's not <laughs> what I want. I'm telling you, that's what he wants. <laughs> okay, it's totally what I want. I'm telling you guys, this is some <laughs> funny shit for me. Okay, I'm just trying to get a guy to piss his pants. Support me, you know. Write in the comments that you want me. What? To yeah. To what do, do you do guys it. think? Do yeah. you think it's possible? I think I think it's totally possible. Whose I think, side are you on? I think, I think it's totally possible that you're not gonna piss yourself. See, I'm adding even more of the thing where it's like reverse psychology. I'm telling you that you can't do it, so you want to prove me wrong even more. But is this even preparation for that?
1: I could pee myself right
0: now.
2: Just because, because
0: I've already put it in your head. You've had weeks to think about it that, like, if he asks me to do it, I'm going to fucking do it because I'm going to prove them wrong. He is wrong. I can do this. I'm a strong man. I'm not afraid to piss myself. Okay. I got this this is the
1: thing about Austin is he knows too much about me and he knows that certain things like these logical problems where he lays out a problem for me and he's disputing something. You do this all the time where you'll give me like this kind of like, so what if this happens and you want to get a certain response out of me? This is exactly one of those I'm, okay, where you're using okay. my own issues against me
0: because you know I won't let this go. You, the only problem is that I don't think that far ahead when yeah, I first liar. bring it up. <laughs> I swear to God. I don't think that far ahead when I bring it up. You almost kind of – like I just lead you into it. Ah. I'm, uh, what is that called? Um I'm, I'm leading the witness Is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm leading you into this whole thing without me even really fully knowing what I'm doing. He's a fucking trapdoor spider. <laughs> and I don't even know I'm the trapdoor yet. I don't realize that I'm a trap door till I already opened. I just think I'm a door that I'm not gonna harm anybody. I'm just putting this, this. I'm, i I know at some point I'm gonna <laughs> drop, but I don't know that it's gonna inconvenience somebody or that they're gonna fall down this really deep dark hole and piss their pants on a podcast.
2: <laughs> I mean that's just where I'm at.
0: Okay, like I don't. I did. I didn't think this far ahead, but you've helped me understand it even more, and it makes me want to make you piss yourself even more.
1: I did that thing where I walked myself into a point and now we just got to see it through. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. I'm going to end up pissing my pants on a podcast, guys. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh get some votes on it and how many people want me to do it. I, I I've wholeheartedly with 100% of my being believe that I could do it at any moment.
0: You're pushing a You're pushing a button there, man. I th- <laughs> I push a bunch of
1: buttons.
0: (laughs) 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 All right. So, talking about this podcast and everything, let's talk about how the podcast got started and why we even you know, where we really came from with this podcast and why we thought that we should be recording everything that we talk about in our little sessions here weekly. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the idea all just started from us having long conversations that at the end of would be like, fuck that was a fun conversation (laughs) like we had so much fun with the conversation like i wish there was more people around that could hear this that could interact with us and give us more information or have their own views on this and like what are people's perspectives that are maybe more involved in these certain situations that we're talking about things like that i mean i remember working at uh, Culvers at the time. Yeah, and dude, it was, that was the hookup too, dude. It was awesome, man. I Culvers eat so many, is great. So many cheese curds, dude. I yeah. could, I, I could order a large cheese curd. and eat that any dude, day. Ooh, cheese any, curds, dude, so good. They got the white cheese and the gold cheese in there, dude. It's like a mix of it, man. <laughs> it's just so delicious, it's so delicious. So, I'd be working, get off work, and you lived right there, right where you know we would. Right where Culver's was. And yeah, it was like around a Wal- the corner, yeah. Yeah, Walmart parking lot. I'd be like, yo, dude, I just got off. You know, let's go skate. Yeah. And we'd meet up in Walmart parking lot and sit in our cars and end up smoking and just chatting for like an <laughs> hour. And then finally be like, oh, we should, we should probably go skate, you know? yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: We would just get baked off a resin Hitting the same
0: bowl over and over and over and over again Dude, that bowl... Man, if I could find that bowl again, I would <laughs> totally buy it now. Just, just to, I don't even know if I've used it at this point. Just because I know how valuable that bowl is. Yeah. But I called it Charizard. And so what it was, was it was like a steamroller where it was just a cylinder that had two holes on each end and then a bowl piece. But the bowl piece went down and like into a head of a dragon. So like when the smoke came out it came out of the smoke like the 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 mouth of this dragon and filled up this cylinder this glass cylinder and it was just the coolest thing ever but because of the way that the that it was like a pipe that went down into the cylinder it would create like resin just all right there so you could once you smoked out of it a few times you could hit it and it would you could just smoke resin all day. And it was like a pot of black gold that would just
1: build up down there, like you hit oil. Like it was just a perfect pool that it would all just collect in, and you right could just there. continue to hit it over and over and over. For there, was an so hour. Many, this,
0: there was so many. There was so many times that we would be sitting there hitting it, and I'd just be like, "How? How? I haven't even smoked. Like I've cleaned this, I, and we haven't even we smoked like two bowls out of it. But yeah, here I am sitting here resin hitting it for an hour because we were I was broke. We we were both so broke broke back at then. the time man. Yeah. just trying to do whatever we could you know to get high before we skated <laughs> <laughs> which was always so much fun because the way that it was set up and where we would sit as we'd sit in the sam's club parking lot kind of <laughs> yeah we would we would uh level on up go from walmart to sam's club <laughs> yeah yeah so we would sit on the Sam Club, and then the way that the strip mall was, it was kind of like downhill. And so after we were done smoking and talking, whatever, we would end up, you know, throwing our boards down and just doing like this downhill jam. And I remember that there's always this cop sitting at that Walmart. <laughs> yeah.
2: And that's we'll, why
0: we parked at the Sam's Club. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But he was always in the walmart he was never in the vehicle but every time we go down this downhill jam it's always like see how close you could get to the cop (laughs) car you know we would get down real low on our boards and you know you'd be going pretty fast and you just like throw your shoulder back a little bit and just get like super close to it and just glide to (laughs) it you know and then go down this downhill jam and you go into this bp and just you like the right at the end of it if you went into this bp it like dipped down a little bit more into this like Little driveway that was behind the BP. So you just shot, shot out at the end. And we're just going so fast. And then it was kind of rough after that. So, like, right after that, you would slow down. It was pretty much like we would I would get off work, go get stoned, do this downhill jam. And if we wanted to, grab beer or grab something to drink right there at the BP. Yeah, And then exactly. we skate a fucking Tuesday for three hours. You know, mm-hmm. chit-chatting in between.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, half the time, we'd just end up sitting on the stairs in front of GameStop, chatting yeah. about some crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. We'd talk about something for an hour and be like, let's go back to the car and get baked again. <laughs> yeah. And we'd have another two-hour-long conversation. It'd be like three in the morning. We're all like, well, we got to go home.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. And
0: I was like, man, I should probably go home and go to sleep. Now I work too much, man. I wish we could do that now. And This is my whole point. is We, we need to move somewhere where it's warm. Yeah, well, everywhere's going to be warm soon. We covered that. Oh yeah, good point (laughs) But yeah, I get your point I would love to move somewhere else No, no, no I mean everywhere is going to get warm But it's going to have cold points too I want to move somewhere where it's going to be The very least amount of cold That I could possibly endure Yeah, the opposite of the extreme You want to talk about me suffering Okay, (laughs) Me being cold is pure suffer for me shivering is the worst my back tenses up my lower back man it just it hurts Your i don't whole like body it tenses up when it's cold man i hate it no and we just don't like we don't get good snow like i don't get no five feet of snow <laughs> where i could go to like some random hill you know and like legit snowboard down it and build a ramp at the end or something like that and have like plenty of snow that not after i go down it five times you right. know it's i've already worn the snow down and Dirt and mud is starting to come up And yeah The just snow not... in Ohio is just as
1: passive aggressive As everything about Ohio <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's like it's not a terrible place
0: to be But I hate it <laughs> But It's not a terrible place But it's just like what you get is Just so medial It's just right in the middle you, It's you, fucking spaghetti
1: you... <laughs> Ohio is like spaghetti It's like ugh, fuck I liked it when I was a kid Before I knew better
0: Now I know that it is shit. Yep. (laughs) It's like if you if you want to see something, but not fully and like immerse yourself in it. Like you wanna see snow, but I don't want my front door to be covered when I wake up in the morning to where I literally gotta shovel my way out. But I still wanna know that snow exists. And then also in the summer, like I wanna know that it can get really hot, can get really hot. The problem with ohio though you you can deal with that in the same day, yeah, you can literally wake up in the morning with a heavy coat and then go to your job and when you get off, sixty <laughs> maybe seventy, yeah, like that you're sweating in your heavy coat, you got the windows down, music blaring, you know you're in your t shirt you threw your coat in the back seat, <laughs> you know. You got DMX playing on the radio,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, uh, I I don't want that. I want the more. <laughs> you don't want DMX playing on the radio. Oh, yeah, no! I'm totally cool with DMX playing <laughs> on the radio. No, that's totally fine. Like, I would love me some DMX. You know, stop, drop, shut them down, open up shop. <laughs> I just realized that DMX and Alex Jones are pretty close, and 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 how their voice sounds. It's just that kind of, like, raspy, like, have you been yelling your whole life? Yeah, is that exactly, what it is? that's what it is. Yeah, I think you've just been yelling for so long that now your voice is just <laughs> fucked. It's just gone. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> so, What are you doing?
0: My beard itches. Oh, dude. My peach fuzz. I'm sorry. I don't really have a beard. I can't really grow one. It's just not a thing. I'm just I don't, not there yet. I don't want to get too
1: far away from the point we were trying to make before, but beards are kind of annoying. They do itch a lot, and uh, sometimes they hurt. Sometimes your beard hurts.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do any of, like, your random hairs just hurt when you, like, touch them? I, Depending on on the day, yeah, yeah. Sometimes my beard
1: kind of hurts, and I gotta, I gotta I gotta do a good scrub. And you gotta keep your beard maintenance is important. I've been putting uh, like beard butter in my beard lately.
0: Beard butter. Yeah, there's man. Uh,
1: different pretty... waxes and butters that are basically just pomades for your beard, beer for your beard that you can put in. And uh, do you put beer on your beard. I'm sure there's some beer infused fucking beard wax. <laughs> That seems like the manliest thing on the market. I don't see why not. <laughs> are, you, are you a man? <laughs> Put beer in your beard.
0: <laughs> There's that one like southern guy that's just like, well, I get so drunk, you know. Sometimes if I'm drinking, you know, a little bit, you know, falls down into my beard. So can get that whiskey I'll, bush. I'll just, you know, rub it around next time. I don't need to go out and buy all this fancy new, you know, <laughs> cosmetics. You know. I'll just go home and drink my – oh, jeez. I don't even want to say the name. I'm just going to go with Bud Light because I didn't even – I was going to say Natty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? Nope. PBR and Natty. I'm at least going to put some dignity on this person, okay? (laughs) I've given him the southern accent. I've already put him to the point where he spills beer on his beard let I'll at least let it be some Bud Light instead of calling about <laughs> some natty ice. You know, right, like I'll right. we'll give him a little bit. So, <laughs> let's his Bud Light falls down on his beard and he just rubs it around. You know, he just constantly <laughs> smells like beer. He doesn't even drink that much. It just he makes a point to dribble it on his beard.
1: <laughs> he has a beer or two a day. He just always gets some in his beard instead of toothpaste
0: next to the next to the sink. It's just a Bud Light, <laughs> it's just a Bud you know. Bud <laughs> He brushes his teeth with Bud Light. One of the aluminum <laughs> cans with the twist cap, you know, <laughs> yeah. he just twists it back on. It's just a room temperature Bud Light. Every now and again when he goes in to take a shit, he just takes a sip of it. Oh, you no. know. Oh god. <laughs> your toothbrush
1: Bud Light that you've left in your bathroom for like three months, you take a sip of every so often. <laughs> we were trying to give this guy credit. Now he just sounds like the worst person to have ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up in the morning. I don't know. That's my default voice now, it's just that. <laughs> and I brush my teeth with f- fucking Bud Light because I'm a real American. Because Obama put chemicals in the water that turned the frogs gay. <laughs> it's turning the frogs gay and I don't like it. So I brush my teeth with Bud Light to keep the inter- interdimensional child molesters from coming. You got to support Bud Light. These are the true patriots. Hillary in her emails, you heard them talking about Bud Light. Bud Light Platinum, Bud Light Lime, they've even got Bud Light Orange now. That's the real conspiracy. How do they get orange into the Bud Light? You tell me that. Who's funding them? Look into it. That's all I'm saying.
0: Are they going to come out with like a Bud Light Apple? (laughs) New
1: Bud Light Apple.
3: Take a bite.
0: I don't know, man. I mean, it would be in, like, contingents see for angry orchard <laughs> you know like they're trying to fight the whole cider industry so they're like oh we got bud light apple
1: yeah it, fucking smiranoff came up came out with some, or one of the one of the canned like spritzer drinks came out with uh fuck well i wish i could remember what it was but they came out with like a strawberry beer or something ridiculous where they're definitely doing that now where like uh Beer is declining in popularity, and, like, ciders and uh, IPAs and regular beers. Like, a Bud Light is, isn't
0: as popular as it used to be. I mean, I'm kind of, kind of cool with that. I yeah, really, me too. I, do really, I like the fact that there's more places that are having, like, Angry Orchard on tap. I'd much rather drink that. I think, um, for me, like, the sugar... And that it is a little bit more sweet doesn't make me feel as shitty in the morning. I don't feel as dehydrated and, like, just all-around shitty in the morning if I drink two Angry Orchards compared to, like, two Bud Lights.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So we we got back to a reasonable point after talking about a bunch of fucking non <laughs> 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 Which is the original point we were trying to make, is that we would sit in this fucking car... And smoke like we've done tonight. One thing would lead to another. And we would just talk about anything. The next was- thing
0: you know, we go from anti-natalism to <laughs> apple bud lights.
1: And I I enjoy when I find a person that I can have these types of conversations with. I think it's it's rare that not everybody has a friend that they just go have like a 3 4 hour long conversation with and then you spend the next 2 hours skating and you go back and talk <laughs> in the car for another hour yeah dude like we we don't have the time for it now cuz we're busy but we we used to spend almost entire days together dude and just talk about nonsense the whole time and have a fucking blast
0: doing it it was really fun like at like our local skate park too at the time it was just fun to go there and we would just have the picnic bench and you could sit down at the bench and talk to all these people and have all these crazy conversations too or you could just go and skate and enjoy that and pump each other You were the only person that I've ever seen do a Christ air in 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 person okay like, I don't know if I can do it still since I've had kids but I've, I've seen <laughs> I've seen it on videos I've seen it on TV whatever you are the only person that i've ever seen in real life do a christair I, I
1: the thing is i i started skating i thank you for the compliment but i started skating uh when i was 7 cuz I, I i had family out in california and we went out to california and my my grandfather at the uh at the time had the x games on tv one of the nights that i was staying at his house and it was uh tony hawk skateboarding at the X Games. I saw that on TV and thought it was fucking shit. So the next day, I had talked my grandpa's ear off about it. And he took me to the Birdhouse Skate Shop in, uh, I think it was Santa Monica. So we go to Birdhouse and I get, so Hon- I, get a- <laughs> I get a Tony Hawk.
0: That's uh, so But you
1: started out in California too. I get a Tony Hawk, one of the, like, the it, I forget what the name of the board was, but it was the Baby Skull Eagle or okay. the hawk i mean i don't know why i said eagle uh but it was like the baby hawk uh, skeletonized on the bottom of the board is my first ever skateboard and then i got the full setup grandpa paid for it because he's he was a badass oh yeah <laughs> i will always be thankful for this all happening to that guy um fuck yeah but so he takes me to the nearest skate park from there and I'm terrified, obviously. I've never stepped on a skateboard before. And it's like, here's a Californian skate park. Try to learn. <laughs> and there's all these fucking shredders everywhere. Um, and so I'm terrified to roll into like one of the tiniest ramps they have there. It goes into like a clover bowl. And they had like a two foot section that you could just kind of like waterfall into yeah. and then skate the rest of the bowl. And he was trying to get me to do that. And I wouldn't do it. So he was like 47, maybe 48 at the time. And he's like, here, I'll do it. I'll show you. And he steps on the board, starts rolling towards it. The second he hits the, the transition, just fucking banana peels hard, flat on the back. And he goes, ooh.
2: <laughs> like, oh, no just shit. Just
1: lets out like a tight, like it wasn't even that loud. It was just, that's the, all the sound he made. And then all the air was gone. <laughs> just, ooh. <laughs> and then he couldn't breathe. And he's like, my back. <laughs> <laughs> So that's my first experience with skateboarding, and I saw uh, the X Games, they were doing crazy shit when I was watching on TV, I was like, I want to learn that, and it was, I was seeing people doing Christ airs and, and giant bonelesses off these like 20 foot vert ramps, and just crazy shit that I'd never seen before, and I was like, okay, that's what I'm doing now. Dude, and you do it. You, well, not quite to that. I extent, mean not but maybe not that I crazy, the Christ Air. but
0: <laughs> you definitely impress me every single time you skate for real. like it that was what drew me to you to even want to talk to you because that's where we met at was at the skate park too yeah for people that don't know me and <laughs> me and wes met at the skate park i'm pretty sure micah was there too that's where i met all of my current friends really
1: except for like a couple work friends that i have yeah no shit it,
0: oh yeah it was I a true
1: community down it there it
0: really was i think that was one of the things that i like that's why we advocated for it so hard i mean me and you went down to the the city council and talk to parks and, you know, rec about, <laughs> you know, updating the, the, the skate park here's a fun story after so, we tried to go to down
1: to city council and talk to the the nice city council lady that was going to help us get a skate park we had a for whole it.
0: meeting yeah. sat down with multiple people like about this and we had, had a- designs and plans and funding ideas yeah it was, we had a whole idea it was awesome
1: so they're doing what like the violet fest or no it was in fall because there was a hayride going around yeah, so what yeah, what, yeah. what was going on that they were doing that there was some sort of like Down in Old Town, they had some sort of festival going on, and they had a hay hay cart going on like a tractor, and people riding it. And we were out skating Old Town, and we sketched on the back of this tractor as it went around the block.
2: Man,
0: yeah, that's right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is a fucking great story, dude. There was (laughs) (laughs) so it's all fine while we're doing it. Like everybody who's on the hay ride is enjoying it. They're laughing and like. Yeah, you go, guys. You know? I'm
0: pretty sure I high five somebody.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the guy who's driving the tractor didn't even seem to notice. So we go around the block, we get around the full circle, and let go where we, where we wanted to get off. And we're, I think we walked to Circle K and came back, and we were going to do it again. And he comes back around and is screaming at us, the dude driving the, the hayride. And he's like, never do that again. If I ever see you doing that again, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to call the cops. Yeah, exactly. And then walking up behind him is nice city council lady that we sat down with.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. Basically
1: cussing us out. Like I'm gonna get you guys arrested. Like all, I thought you guys were respectable kids, and obviously not. We, we were trying to all like of that. we were trying to calm her down. Like whoa whoa
0: whoa it was okay. We we nobody got hurt. We we knew what we were doing. Yeah, <laughs> like, we we skate all the time. It's all right. Like we just came and talked to you about you know trying to get the park you know better <laughs> because we what we obviously skate we and now, need more to skate yeah,
2: this, is, <laughs> this is proof
0: right here yeah. that we need more to skate all yeah. right we need it to be improved because right now we're out street skating if you don't want us to do that then make the parks better yeah you gotta add more versatile things i mean they did too they added a little three stair in there which is awesome the the wedge ramp with the rails and the three stair yep. there's the half pipe now which, is, I mean, all there that stuff many. is... That's awesome. It's yeah. great for that, but... Me being a skater, man, it could <laughs> be bigger. Yeah. We don't yeah. need that soccer field there. You no. got a whole nother one on the other side. It's a tiny concrete pad that they put, like, a caged-in skate park on. Come on. It is pretty... It, it being caged in also makes me feel like... Eh, like We're surrounded it, by grass. How far is our board going to go? Yeah, that too. And then, well... Then you got, like, the soccer players over there, like, how many times does their balls, like, come over and hit the That's fence? That's actually
1: a really good point, and I've never thought about it from the other perspective before, that, like, they're protecting us from getting hit by soccer balls while we're skating.
0: Um, If anything, I'm just going to kick it back to
1: them. No, but what if you're, like, there was no fence there, and they have the soccer game going on, and you're trying to do something, and a, a ball comes flying while you're midair and knocks you out of the air, or it hits your board... While you're skating.
0: I would hope that I wouldn't be as upset as what I'm thinking I would be. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just saying maybe that's why the fence
1: is there. I've always thought about it from the perspective of like them not wanting boards flying everywhere. But
0: it's not going to go that far as their ball is going to roll over to us.
1: Yeah. (sighs) I just realized that they were doing that for our own good.
0: It still should be bigger. I don't like being caged in. I think it could be way bigger than what it is. Like, the whole part that goes back up to, like, where you first come in, you could... Oh, they did just put that parking lot in there, though.
1: Yeah. Before they did that, they could have made, like, a cool little downhill section.
0: Oh, that would have been so cool. On the the right side there,
1: as you're looking up at the hill, they could have had, like, a downhill banked-in section on each side that led to the rest of the
0: park. I mean, they put the back the bike path in there, so there could be like one part where you go down the bike path, the other part leads you into the park, shivered, <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah, we could build like little wooden banks that we could bring with us that we could set up on each side of that bike trail, because it does kind of lead up to the parking lot. that'd be cool,
2: yeah,
0: or for uh, oh, the I think it'd be that'd be really cool to put like a snake run, one of those like little pump tracks,
1: yeah,
3: that
0: leads from up top of there and like leads you out into the parking lot just right like where the where the walkway is that goes up into it you know they just wherever it ends up on the other side of the parking lot so you just kind of like shoot across the parking lot into that little way that takes you to the park hell yeah except now you're running in the way of like cars
1: that's not what the skate park's
0: for true
1: not cars skateboards
0: but it's into the parking lot though i
1: parking lots also can be for skateboards and in this context i don't want it to be for cars
0: and it, it was really really hilarious for me to have a, a game of skate out in the parking lot when we had this perfectly good park just sitting there and yeah we were just like mm, let's just play a little game of sk8 real quick in the parking lot fuck it <laughs> We did a
1: lot of that. Or people it would be like a lot of times it would rain and we'd all go down to the shelter until it stopped raining. But yeah. sometimes it'd be perfectly nice out and people are in the shelter skating. Well, it's because like, it
0: was too hot. No, it sometimes
1: was, it was like perfectly nice out and people uh, there, would, <laughs> yeah would rather be in the shelter.
0: Well, when they were playing the games of the skate, the shelter was more slippery. That's so,
1: true.
0: Some people like that a little bit more. Get harder wheels. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Well, man, we're like Two and a half hours into this. I really got to pee. Oh, you really got to pee? Yeah. Yeah, we should probably end this. Yeah, I I, I I totally agree. I'm going to here. I got to be at work at 8 a.m. This m. might be anyways. the one where I pee myself. Oh, do it. <laughs> fucking do it. No, no don't right do now. it now. Don't do it now. Okay. No, I'm not trying to fucking smell your piss right now. <laughs> I'm going to make you do it when, like, right when you're about to leave. <laughs> you motherfucker. Like, we go to the mall to get some food or something, and right before we leave, I'm like, piss yourself. Like, Fuck! <laughs> Now you have to drive home and smell your own piss and I just get to go home and laugh. Yeah. So there you go. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Blue Skies Pod. Follow us on Facebook at Blue Skies from the Basement. Subscribe to our Patreon. We got bonus content up there. You get access to our Discord. You get a little badge, you know, to put next to your name. All this other shit. Yeah, I'm bailing. I'm you, bailing. You, you go, go, Peace. go fizz, Go fizz. Make sure that if you're on Apple Podcasts, rate, give us five stars. Give us a review. If you're on Google Podcasts, you know, same thing. Any podcast that you listen to. If you're on Podbean, make sure, you know, you comment. Keep up with everything. Let us know what you guys think about the episodes. You know, if we're doing good, if we're not, just, you know, give us your honest opinions. Let us know what's happening. But, uh, it was awesome talking to you guys, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, Wes isn't here anymore because he had to pee, which is hilarious. But, later.